Welcome to the first free two hours of the BingeCast on the Binge Media Podcast Network. All of our listeners receive the first two hours of the BingeCast for free, while premium members receive the full binge. The entire four-hour show available exclusively at patreon.com slash binge media. And they'll get early access to the show 24 hours before everyone else. For only $5 a month, premium members also get access to exclusive shows, drinking shot recipes, and our monthly happy hour on Discord. Sign up at patreon.com slash binge media to join us today for only $5 a month. And now, the Binge Cast. The Binge Cast. They drink a lot, so let's talk about the Binge Cast. Books and flicks, TV roundup. We'll all got stuck in a minivan. Moreno's drunk and he's Mexican. Where the fuck is Anna? Where the fuck is Anna? Flip flops, what he's wearing. What the fuck he wearing? Yeah, they're drinking a lot. Suckers got all the pot, the bitch cash. The bench cast, the bench cast, the bench cast. The bench cast, the bench cast. The bench cast. The bench cast. They never will spoil the end. The bench cast. Spoiler alert, Batian. And you know the scene they forgot about. Miranda and Law rehabs calling now. Where the fuck is Emma? Where the fuck is Emma? Bigfoot is what he's chasing. His hair is fucking dreaded. Yeah, they're drinking a lot. Supka's got all the pot. The bitch cast. 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 Welcome to the Benchcast. My name is Jim Law. It is a glorious Sunday evening, and I'm recording with my two besties, Moreno, Pete MC. Welcome to the show. Buddy. What is up? I am starting my actual vacation. I'm on vacation now. Because hmm. after working three, four weeks of the last six months, now my vacation starts. Nice. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah, which means it. you won't have shit for next week. No, I'm not even here next oh. week. We oh. talked about this. Spoiler <laughs> alert! That's right. Basketball has kicked off again, so I'm going away. Oh, I'm very excited about that. I thought it tipped off. It does tip okay. off. Making right. sure, just making sure. I mean, look, I don't host the sportscast, so I'm not sure about these kind of things. That's my bad. You're right. Um, starting off with another gin and tonic, boys. What do you have? Mm, Celsius. Celsius, what's going on with Celsius all of a sudden? Oh, they're just easier to um, put down these days, mm. especially when you're drinking many of them. So, any Celsius? Lots of Celsius. Sure. I got uh, my first Oktoberfest, uh, Yingling Oktoberfest. Ah, that's right. Pete is in the mood. He broke out his Halloween decorations today. Is that right? Oh, that is right, sir. Sweet. Oh man, I can't wait. It is August. 
<laughs> I felt a cool breeze in the air, and I go, oh, Halloween, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just a car that drove by, but it still counts. <laughs> You're just you're standing in front of the freezer, wide open. Oh my god! Oh, oh my god! I feel chill, you? Feel chill. Let's get those fucking Halloween decorations up. Let's get those pumpkin spice going. Let's do it. So, uh, when are you going to start like watching horror movies religiously? Yesterday. Oh, I've already started. Oh. Uh, uh, you'll, in the what you miss, you'll yep. uh, see that I uh, started already. Oh, this is sweet. I think it's going to go forth from here. From here on out. Very good. Well, that's the segue if I ever heard one, Moreno. What did we miss last week? Well, let's find out. Here's what you missed this week on the Binge Media Podcast Network. The full binge. Let's get to another fucking voicemail. <laughs> it's voicemail blues on the full binge. This first one comes to us from a 585 number. Let's see what's going on with this. All right. Hi, guys. It's me, Billy Good Times. Stuff goes. I've come to hear this. This uh, fucking poop cast is gaining some traction. And uh, just saying, oh, going out there, put my hat in the ring. Y'all are soliciting stories. I got three or four pretty good ones. I got some international ones. I got fucking side of the road, staring at camels pooping. I got fucking poop stories galore. So we're doing a poop test, and this listen to the story. Hit your boy up. We'll chat then. Until then, suck a baba dick and stay frosty or whatever the fuck Nate P says. Peace! <laughs> <laughs> that is not what Nate P says, but okay. So Billy Katime sprites about a lot of good stories he has, but promoted one as staring at camels pooping on the side of the road. I don't know if that's a great story. Is that a great story? Well, is he watching uh, camels poop, or is he pooping while he's watching camels poop? <laughs> wow, he left that out then. That would be me. Well, listen, when Tom and Alex do their poop cast, which I don't want anything to do with, they can have whoever they want on that show. And Why don't you want anything to do with it? Because it's just a daily thing. It's just like, <laughs> why would I want to talk about my life in that way? But you and you and Tom will have fucking phenomenal stories. Can't wait to listen to that show. All right, thanks. Well, I think we're going to hear a little bit more tonight about Puka. God damn it. Binge views. <laughs> Free Guy takes place in a fictional video game called Free City, and Ryan Reynolds' character's name is Guy. He's playing two characters really in this movie because there's there's all the shit going on in the video game, and then there's the people like the developers of this game. So there's like two storylines really that are going on here. Um, out of world? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot. Okay. A lot. Yeah. So like Joni Comer is a player of this, but like you get to see her life outside of the video game, and then in it, she's like this badass who guy has a thing for he's known as blue shirt guy and he, yeah he kind of goes off the rate like goes off track here with her and taika is playing the the kind of evil developer who's going to shut the game down and they have to uh, he realizes there's more to life and it's a cheesy fucking video game-esque based movie shit uh there's there's a love story um a little bit in, intertwined in here as well I, I had a pretty good time though, man. This is pretty fucking fun. I think it's like Lil Rel Howery is uh, playing one of his, like his best friend named Buddy in this. He's really good. He's really funny. Jody yeah. Homer's great. Taika, of course, is always great. What do you got, man? What 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 do you what do you got? I well, I'm fucking confused. First of all, because everything you're saying, I 
sounds like a terrible movie. The Big <laughs> Sports Cast. Why don't we get to the actual documentary that we watched this week? Uh, yes. Which is oh, none other than the untold Malice at the Palace. So, obviously, from Detroit, I know this guy's cousin, okay? And so... He tells me when I first heard it, when and we, we were we were just hanging out a couple weeks ago. He said, "Hey, this documentary is coming out. So my cousin's on it." And and I didn't I knew nothing about this. I'm like, "Who's your cousin?" I'm like, "Is he the guy that like stepped to our test?" He's like, "Yeah, he goes down on the court." I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Is that that dude?" He's like, "The one that got punched by O'Neill." And they actually mention in this documentary when they talk with like the nurse or the public securities lady who says that they hear them talking about how they're going to get some money. They're going to sue, blah, blah, blah. This guy goes to court, sues the NBA. I don't even know. I don't know the whole story of who, who was the, the lawsuit was against, claims damages. You saw him leaving on the stretcher, right, into the EMS. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the story that I got is that they were going to settle, and he was going to get a significant amount of money. And his lawyers apparently told him not to and to go and fight it, that you could get a lot more blah, 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 blah. And so at that point, whoever the big wigs are with the league or Jermaine, whoever it was said, all right, you want to play that way? They started digging up all the shit against him and all the shit on him. And guy gets nothing. They find videos of him in Vegas without, you know, a neck brace on like a typical like movie or TV story that you see where the guy's captured doing something that, you know, he clearly says that he can't do blah, 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 blah. So long story short, this guy got nada, nothing. Well, that should have been in the documentary because that is <laughs> fucking awesome. Fuck that guy even more. Binge movie commentary. Oh, uh, welcome to a binge media movie commentary only on bingemedia.net. Tonight we're doing a commentary for Don't Breathe. This film was originally titled A Man in the Dark, which I kind of like better hey. than Don't Breathe. Something about this title doesn't, uh, I don't really like too much. Really? At, at least it, at least you didn't make us watch Alone in the Dark. Ooh. It, it's either should be, this movie should be called, like, Don't Even Breathe. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's never really a time in this movie that they're, like, holding their breath, right? The poster's her, like, putting her hands over her mouth, but I don't think that ever really yeah. happens in this movie, Exa- right? Exactly. It doesn't. And I understand, like, breathing's the quietest thing probably a human can do that Uh and i get that but like you said chad there's no scene that kind of justifies naming this movie that unless you want to like the scene where he like walks by a dylan minette in the hallway and he could have breathed on him but he didn't (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) yeah there's never really any of those yeah not a great i don't know i've never really had an issue with the title i I don't know if i like the blind was it the the man man in the the dark dark. i don't know if that's a great title either though what about... Yeah, she, was, she was just in the closet. Was that thermos full of sperm? To listen to the full binge and other exclusive content, sign up for the Binge Media Patreon <laughs> at patreon.com slash binge media. And now, back to the show. Perfect example of somebody that is not listening to anything you guys are saying. <laughs> this went on for three minutes about the title of this film and dude's just like are those thermoses filled with semen that jizz in there <laughs> come I mean <laughs> that was our good friend Lance who thirded on the don't breathe commentary Lance from the horror returns podcast yes. excellent fucking Lance fucking losing <laughs> Lance 
Fucking loser, oh, Lance. that was a great... I got to listen to that sportscast because that, that is a great insight from uh, PJ. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They oh, also reviewed uh, Hard Knocks also. Oh, nice. Very excited about that. All right. Well, as for us tonight, we have our own show, people. Um, we got lots of TV. We got lots of movies. We're going to do a couple voicemails right here, and then we're going to go over to the full binge. What's the full binge, you ask? Ooh. That... Is our second half of the show that is only exclusive to Patreon members. Now, you want to be a member, you go to patreon.com slash binge media, you sign up, five bucks a month, you get all the good shit. Not that this is bad, but even better shit, I should say. The full binge. Tonight, we're doing The Magnificent 74. A Stupid name for a stupid tournament that we Correct. thought up while we were drunk at the end of last week's show. Yes, we did. What we did was we took a bracket. 64-team bracket, your normal-sized you know, NCAA tournament bracket. And we put the top 64 movies from IMDb's uh, top 100 list. And then, because we like playing games, we put five on each side. That adds another 10. 64 plus 10. Magnificent 74. And that's how we get it. <laughs> that's how we get science, bitches. <clears throat> that's right. Of all these movies, some that we've never even heard of in IMDb's Top 74, we're going to put them all head to head to head to head, tet a tet a tet, figure out what is the greatest IMDb ranked film truly of all time. It'd be ugly. Um, some of these first round matchups are ridiculous. It's only getting yes. worse from there. And then, um, and we'll answer the rest of voicemail too. Uh, it's going to be fantastic, fantastic. What is the potential for anger and fighting in this? <sighs> okay, going through it. Mm-hmm. Hi. <laughs> Dude, like I said, yeah, because I, I texted you guys and I was like, oh, this first round is fucking ridiculous. There are some of those. Some of our, like, all three of us have really top favorite movies in this thing. And you know what? I'm thinking, like, what the fuck is my criteria going to be? Because this isn't horror. Like, what's the scariest? This isn't action or, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. There, there's no specific uh, category here. So I'm going to have to come up with something. Very you need to, you need some kind of criteria, something to gauge both of those movies on, right? Yeah, I mean we're in the, okay, close to the Halloween season. I could pull out the old Halloween costume bit. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going to happen. There's no, don't do that. <laughs> There's um, you no, know, we've fallen back on before. Like, uh, what would I watch mm-hmm. right now if I had both in front of me? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what would you watch? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like. That. I don't know. You have two oh, DVDs. You have uh, you can only buy one. Leave in the store or something, something like that. Mm. DVDs. <sighs> I don't know. We'll see. Remember those? No, I don't. What are you even talking about? <laughs> Is that digital video disc? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. then I know exactly what you're talking about. Never oh, sorry, I should. Sorry for that. Uh, uh, <laughs> Can't wait. I'm so All excited. Right. It's gonna be fun. That's uh, again, that's on the full binge. Patreon.com slash binge media bucks a month. Right, you and can, uh... we have a date for the happy hour. It's gonna be it's gonna take place Friday, September third at eight Whoa. PM EST on the Discord server. 
If you're not a subscriber to the full binge on Patreon, do that now so you can get there on September 3rd. We'll all we'll all cam up and talk some shit. That's right. That's just one of the other perks too. We all get to hang out once a month. You get free shit, either a glass or a shot glass mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. fucking something. Um, more exclusive shows, movie homework, Jack Attack Tuesday. Yes. It's fucking commentaries. Yes. Mm-hmm. Bunch of good shit. Oh, yeah. Right. Shall we get to some, uh, are we going to do a couple of Googs here or what? Yeah, let's do uh, a couple of Googs and uh looks like I got a new sounder here. Oh, my God. That's somewhere. Here it is. Siete. Zero offshore. Yeah. Going a whole other language here. Yeah, wow. this, this opens it, it up a little We're bit. We're going here. fucking international, baby. Oh Nobody God. knows the number still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for our non-Spanish-speaking friends, such as myself, seven zero eight four zero six nine five four six. That is the Google Voice number. Uh, this person called in. Transcription only says "fuck movie." <laughs> So let's see. Uh, let's see what this is. Fuck movie. DJ was right. What? Who was right? Fuck DJ. DJ? Fuck movie. Moby. 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 Fuck Moby. This is the Woodstock uh, '99 documentary where Moby felt scared all weekend. All he did was perform a fucking DJ set at midnight in some tent somewhere. <laughs> uh, all right. Move it on. There we go. Hey, what's going on, boys? Really good times here. Uh, I've got a theater from watching Three Guys, so I figured I would call in, right. drop a little review for it. Uh, okay. I listened to Big Views with Chad C. Uh, he gave it a Chad C. It, and uh, I got to agree with him. Hello, alert. I think I'm even more uh, up on this film, though, than he was. I think this is definitely see it. Um, doesn't necessarily have to be in theaters, I guess. Like, there's nothing really that uh, the big screen kind of adds to it. Um, just a great movie. Some good laughs, uh, great cameos, some original story, right? I mean, there's some Truman Show-esque vibes to it, but... Um, overall, I really had a good time with this. Uh, definitely, it's like uh, a strong 8 on 10. Mm. Um, and I, I was thinking about some as I was uh, during the beginning of it. So most of the shows I see here uh, are in the theater called Max, which is not an IMAX. It's just a really big screen. Um, but it has the uh, Dolby Atmos in it. Dolby. And before every movie, there's like this video thing that plays that like shows the sound coming from behind and overhead and everything like that and so for those of you who have gone and seen it like seen the Dolby Atmos shows does it do that in the U.S. too I didn't know if that's just like a thing over here or if that happens before every Dolby Atmos show so let me know uh, until next time well, it's been a while since I've been through a Dolby Atmos so I don't know if they do the whole hey look at what we do here this is how we're different. 
different, different, different. In um, the last, I forget what, what I went to go see, but they show like a split screen where it's like, this was black. Now this is black. It shows like a darker black split screen. And then they show you like fire split screen. And then they do, I think it's a wave crashing to show you the uh, surround sound audio from like right to left. And you hear it in the speakers. I don't know if that's what he's talking about, but that's the only thing I've gotten. So they took like the cleaning products bit from commercials. This is your regular bleach. That old yep. shitty bleach. Doesn't even exactly. get white anymore with our bleach. So like, super white. You can't even fucking it see it. It burns your eyes. Like, what? Exactly. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Dolby. Yeah, that's it. Uh, so, yes, they do, Bruce. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, <All movie>. right. <laughs> fuck, fuck movie fuck movie what if that was your review of like every movie you didn't like you just stand up just like and caveman fuck reviews movie! fuck movie <laughs> and then if you loved it you'd be like I love movie <laughs> <laughs> and then if you're in the middle you're just like ah! that's all you say you're like, excuse me, sir? And you're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. He just feels okay about it then. Sounded the very angry, though. Sign review. <laughs> uh. All right, last one. Lost one. All right. Y'all got him out during Google Palooza. Good for you guys. Nice. nice. All right, here we go. What's up, Ninja Boys? Bunchy calling in. Bunchy. Uh, just got done watching Val, but. Falcomer documentary, obviously, on Amazon Prime. For those that haven't watched it, if you're interested in acting, Hollywood, Falcomer in general, this thing is absolutely astounding. And I think what really captures the most is that almost all the footage in it is home videos, home movies, and stuff that was shot by him. Uh, Really interesting documentary. It's also interesting to see that he's like, I feel great. You know, I sound at death's door, but that he feels better than he has in years, which is awesome. I know he's doing art on his website, which is really fucking awesome. I think I'm going to buy a piece or two just because buy a piece of Batman art by Batman himself. How can you go wrong? Uh, Your boys have talked about it a few times, but for anybody that's still on the fence, go watch Val. Absolutely worth the time. It's chronological order, but absolutely fascinating doc. All right. And now back to the show. Hey! Fuck, jeez. <laughs> Fuck, you're taking my Bunchy's bit. Bunchy's just helping us out. What do you mean? I'm taking my Good. bit. Fuck you, Bunchy. <laughs> I don't like Super Serious Bunch. No? No! Right. Well, we'll talk about Val and Free Guy coming up in uh, Did You Watch. Oh, yeah. Boys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. These guys, they read our minds. They know what we watched. Fucking bastards. All right, let's get some tea, uh, some teeves. All right, let's see. Um, let's find one we haven't played in a while. Boy, Any requests? that intro—that's a fucking old school intro there. Oh yeah, yeah. Finally had to do the recorded, like the studio version of that, because the original version is just me and Pete in his fucking living room. Mm-hmm. All right, let's start with this one. Thinking out loud, maybe it is time. TV Roundup We 
such a drunken day. This is why. Shit. Fucking big Disney bitch. Say hi to your mother. <laughs> now let's go talk about some TV. Fucking duets mm. should be the new mm. thing. I would just do old ones and just put harmonies on all, all the old yeah. songs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. All right, boys. A lot of shit. A lot of shit to get through. A lot of new stuff, actually. Well, but let's start with some old shit. All right. Um, did you guys check out Dr. Death at all? Did not check out Dr. Death. Did not. Oh, well, why did I write it down then? You guys told me to write it down. You did? <laughs> all right. Uh, Pete, how's Monsters at Work going? It's still going. I'm still watching episode seven. Um, this episode is pretty great. You got a little Star Wars reference in uh, this latest episode, which is pretty cool. Ooh. Yeah. And I forgot to tell you, I think two episodes ago, the episode was called The Big Wazowski. It was a bowling episode, so that was pretty cool. A little Lebowski nod there. Oh. You know, John Goodman is uh, the voice of Sully, so nice. full circle right there. Uh, yeah, it's still going, man. It's, it's still a fun show. It's short, 22 minutes. Having a good time being back in fucking Monsters, Inc., Good shit. How many uh, episodes are you on now? What, uh, how long is this? This is seven. I don't know how I'm, I could do a quick search, but I'm on seven. I feel like I'm getting we're getting close to the end here because uh, the story's about just like this the one monster who wants to be a jokester is really is what they're called, and uh, um, that's the whole story. But he's working in like maintenance, trying to work his way up because they don't have room for him yet right mm-hmm. so they're just uh he's trying to find any way to make it to the laugh floor so let's see let's see let's see uh, 10 episodes total so three oh, more there you go okay yeah all right i do recommend it though if you're like i said monsters inc fan check it out well um because i scratched mm-hmm. dr death off i didn't want to talk about this but i will i did uh catch back up with animal kingdom now if anyone knows me with animal kingdom i had a hard time Ellen Barkin in it, she... Or is that her name? Is it Ellen Barkin? Yeah, Ellen Barkin. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, she was just the absolute worst. And um, totally different show now. She's gone. And I'm not going to lie to you. Really? It's better. No way. Yeah. <laughs> it's a better oh, fucking might... show. Okay, yeah, because she started to annoy the fucking piss out of me. Um, And I um... tapped out because of that. So what oh. season are we on? Five, I believe it's five or or five. I believe. Let's see. Without spoiling um, anything, when you say she's gone, is that a character gone or like replaced actress gone? Or oh, the, the, the um, I'm not spoiling anything. Yeah, she, okay. this her character is gone. Like, okay. It's not a it's not a different actress. No, that would be the weirder. <laughs> I, I, I thought they heard yeah. your review and then replaced her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
It's now Ellen Burstyn. Oh, okay. Um, speaking, oh, that's for, uh, hold on. Ellen Burstyn news came out. I was just thinking I wanted to bring that up, but that's a totally PTI fucking episode. Let's save that. Alright. Okay. Um, Animal Kingdom. Uh, yeah, it's interesting to see how the boys are getting through life uh, on their own, trying to uh, figure out how they're going to fucking uh, keep the money coming, and um, there's just a lot of good shit going on in the show right now. I'm really into it. I got to binge watch the first five episodes because I forgot it was on, and it's, uh, it's pretty fucking great right now. Love it. Okay, so yeah, they're on season five right now. I think I tapped out in season during season three. I don't think I made it to four. Um, but yeah, I mean, if if she's gone, like I liked all the characters, I liked all the actors that they were, you know, had good performances and shit. It definitely had that SOA vibe we talked about. Like the yeah. good parts of SOA has that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I'll tap back in. So here's the one thing, Pete. I, I kind of answered your question wrong. Um, the last season, what they did was they did a split with her character. They did like her origin story. So there was a different woman playing her younger. Mm-hmm. Okay. And her. So it would be like back and forth and, and regular Ellen Barkin timeline, like the regular timeline. So now um, it's just the character. So the character's still in the show, but it's just when she was younger. Oh. So they flash back to when she was younger constantly throughout the show, but when they come back, she's not playing the character anymore. Yeah, and she okay. the uh, those flashbacks are when she meets like the one main guy, right? She, I, I think it it's like, going it like, to get to because uh, all of her sons, I believe, have different dads. They have different dads, but it was like the so, first kids ba- Baz's dad, right? I think. Oh, well, Baz wasn't even uh, what her son. He wasn't her son. He he was uh, oh she the first son. She took him in. Uh, right, right. First son, Sean. Uh, how how to say? He he's Pope. Pope's the first Pope. son. So yeah, the, they've already they've done that. So now in this season, Pope and his twin sister, who is Jay's mom, um, they're showing them as young kids and what it was like growing up with uh, with Smurf. Mm, okay. Yeah. So and then I think she's eventually going to meet the next dad and fucking she was a whore. Let you know. Let's yeah, she was all around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's all around. All right. Um, so yeah, it's 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 pretty decent i didn't even i don't remember you watching this at all so yeah now i'm glad i brought it up so yeah i like it yeah um maloney is a big fan of it too or at least why i don't know if he's a big fan of it but he, he definitely was a yeah he was yeah. watcher in the kingdom watcher all right do you want to do um white lotus or do you want to do the two new ones or what do you want to do here let's do um let's end with white lotus okay all right so uh, a couple new shows. Now, Pete was all over this new J.J. Abrams joint <laughs> called UFO last week. Well, n- well, it didn't even come out yet, so... Uh... Hey, but you were like, oh, you know, what else, what's what's new coming out? And you're like, hey, fucking J.J. Abrams got a new show called, called UFO documentary. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, four episodes. Uh, next day, I was like, fuck. Four episodes, UFO, here we go. Downloaded mm-hmm. them, threw them on a fucking stick. Went to work, threw that shit on. I'm tapping out. <laughs> Where's the sound there at? Fuck. <laughs> of course he has it. I went. I got. I got through an episode, and I was just like, "All right, man. Like this. There's nothing. I, I don't know how Pete feels about this at all. So we haven't talked about it. 
I did, there's just nothing new here. There's just it's just a bunch of people who say they saw UFOs, and then it talks about how the government reacted to that, and then that's it. They never talk about it again. They move on to the next era or whatever. So I started the second episode like, look, if it's just gonna be the same shit, just a different fucking a different sighting, I, I can't do this anymore because I've seen all this shit a thousand times, and there's nothing new here. It started out the same way. I shut it off and never went back. Mm-hmm. Did it get better? Did you finish it? What's going on? I finished it. All four episodes. Okay. All right. It does not get better. <laughs> uh, but my wife and I, we, we do love the, the idea of UFOs and aliens and stuff. So we stuck through it. We I've seen so many of these documentaries. This is no different than the last five I watched. There's some footage that I haven't seen because I'm not like up to speed on like fucking YouTube clips of, you yeah. know, a fucking sighting in Brazil or fucking Puerto Rico or Nevada. You know, I just have no idea. So this kind of shows you like the latest ones that I'm not caught up with. But they, they, this is like the fucking Cranston Godzilla movie. They fucking show footage and like they talk about it. Oh, and they, 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 the camera saw beings in, in the ship cut and then it's then they go on to something else like fuck you you fucking brought this up i want to see the whole <laughs> clip i want to see everything about this you moved yeah. on from the good fight what are you doing uh this is not a good documentary i don't recommend it uh but if you are a ufo enthusiast and you just want to see everything that there is about ufos and sightings and governments and mm-hmm. uh fucking area 51 i mean there's there's better shit but if you want to cram it all in then watch this one don't recommend it, but whatever. I don't know. Did you watch any of this? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, thanks for including me, guys. Oh, you did? Me, oh, yeah. Thanks for including me, guys. Appreciate it. Didn't know if you watched um, it. I was wondering. Yeah, I think it actually gets interesting a little bit. I, I don't. I wouldn't recommend it either, but I think it does the, – the, the narrative does change a bit after the second episode because mm-hmm. they start talking to, uh, like, fighter pilots that were doing, like, training exercises and stuff. Right. That's like the only interesting part of it, though, is those like firsthand uh, experiences that they talk about where, you know, like they're fucking they're, they see some all they see is like ripples over the water. Right. Like they're out in the ocean. They just see rip like white coming out mm-hmm. off of the water. Right. So like something's hovering over it, but like they don't hear anything and they don't see anything. So like how these guys are like telling the story of like being there firsthand is like super interesting. There's one chick in there. I cannot fucking stand her voice. And I think you guys know who I'm talking about. She's like in that first episode. Uh, and she's like sprinkled out through the rest of them. She's like ponytail, kind of, um, I don't know, maybe uh, a little nerdy. And like she has like a really great like affectation on her, on her voice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, I oh, my God. She's fucking brutal. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was like the only interesting thing. But yeah, it's the same. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it either. Yeah. yeah, they just like didn't finish a lot. Like they had good starts to some stories, and then it just fizzled off. And you know, they mm-hmm. just don't have an answer for any of it. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, next, check out this UFO. It, uh, it appeared here on this day. Next. Well, they started focus- <laughs> they started focusing on that like Lou Elizondo guy. Who was? That's a huge part, which yeah. goes nowhere. Well, yeah, they find out that he's part of like this. Um, I don't know, like this kind of shadowy fucking company 
that is heading up like the investigations for all this shit. And then mm-hmm. they look into his past and he's like tied to all these tied Military. to the CIA and all these like yeah. fucking government organizations and but again, like nothing nothing comes up as far as that goes. It, it, it's a it's an open ended loop. They don't close that loop. And maybe just right. because there there's no end to it. But why make the fucking documentary then? What are we doing here? Yeah. It's like at the end they're gonna be like, anyways, what do you believe? And then credits roll. Like, fuck off. Mm-hmm. <sighs> It's frustrating. I mean, it's it. The whole UFO thing is so interesting and frustrating at the same time. Mm. Just like at this point, I just I I'd way rather a J.J. Abrams produced TV show about fucking UFOs. Make that movie show four Mm. four part miniseries TV show. Fuck, I'll watch that. Keep talking. Keep talking. <laughs> Anyways, that cool. show. All right, UFO. All right, the other show is called um, Nice, Nice. Um, Reservation Dogs. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So I just I saw this. I don't know somewhere popped up. I know you had already watched an episode before I even fucking uh, brought it up. How did you hear about it? Uh, it was on Hulu. So I was just scrolling nice. through Hulu. And then I was like, oh, that looks kind of interesting. Obviously, the title's going to, you know, just going to capture your attention. Um, yeah. And then I was just scrolling through AMG, and I saw it on there. And I'm like, all right, I've got to fucking watch this now. So a little, uh, what, two episodes, a little 20 minutes a piece or something hmm. like that, 20, 25 minutes. Sitcom Was it that short? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, so basically uh, just these kids living on a reservation um, we find out early on that one of their friends had died and it's kind of gotten into their heads like they all want to get out of there. Um, they're trying to raise money and they're pulling off all these little jobs to fucking mm-hmm. uh, raise money to leave the reservation and go to L.A. Is it L.A. they want to go to? Yeah, yeah. And um, so they're doing all these kind of like little heists and little scams. And then um, some new kids kind of start hanging out in the block. They're driving by. They're doing, like, drive-bys and fucking giving them stink eyes. And then they beat up uh, the, one of the main characters, and they're trying to take over their territory. And, um, yeah, I mean, there's um, – it has its moments for me. Like, I laughed pretty hard at a couple, you know, a couple scenes. And then I was, it was there's, a, like, a long, long delay of nothing. Like, a long – like, you know what I mean? Just a long – drama <laughs> and i just yeah. wanted uh more quirky those two those two characters on the bikes though oh i just God. want a whole show with them they, they, they need to have their own show they probably will after this they're the fucking greatest they're hysterical you didn't see this i you... i saw two episodes oh you did okay uh yeah those two guys are fucking hilarious when i so i was scrolling as well and i saw like this cover art. i thought this was remember the wolf pack documentary about the, oh, yeah, yeah. the kids that were like locked in their like mm. New York apartment from their father or something then they would act out Reservoir Dogs I thought this was like a, a, a TV adaptation of that oh that was completely wrong <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah I watched do, uh, do you guys do both episodes yeah I did yeah well I'm with you I, I don't know like the tone of this of this show because when we see like that other gang drive up on them with guns mm-hmm. i'm like oh this is a super serious show 
And then we realize what they're shooting and you're like, okay, what is really happening here with this show? We just like play fighting. Like I'm not, I'm not understanding the vibe of this show. And that's where it's I, on the on the poster. It says a new comedy, so I guess uh, I just can't take anything too serious here. But there are some serious tones. <coughs> yeah, there's some serious. <coughs> sorry, there's some serious moments in there. But yeah, I mean, it, it, I'd like the the main kid Bear. I thought he was pretty funny. Yeah. You know, he's mm-hmm. like reading the thing in class, and then he's done, and the teacher's like, "Okay," and he goes to hug her. It's just like <laughs> little, little shit like that is just fucking funny, yeah. man. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah I, I definitely get a. Uh, a um let's see like teenage not not spielberg but a little harder than spielberg not not so mm-hmm. like milk toast and uh, hey, happy hey, go hey. lucky there's a little edge to this uh with some comedy to it but then like you know the kid bear you know has a whole thing with the with their friend who's dead and his mm-hmm. dad and yeah. all this other shit which i kind of like you know you just get different Different angles on on a character's background and shit, you know. Mm. I like it. I like the I like fucking, uh, like the heist. The heist is fucking hilarious. And what's his name uh, from Fargo? Yeah, the cop. I was just gonna yeah. say he's fucking great in it. He's great. In him. Yeah. I think the acting isn't like amazing from no. the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's nothing really uh, knocking me out of my socks yet. Yeah, I'm I also don't know anything. Other than just like, um, like secondhand knowledge of like people who grew up on reservations because it's a totally different life, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know anything about that. So seeing more of it and just kind of getting used to all the characters that they have to hang around just because they're but, on the reservation is interesting. Right, but the the first two episodes have really done nothing to teach us what that life is like. You know, it's they could be in any little small town. Yeah, you know no, I mean? that's true. That's true. Oh, the fucking... That's what uh, I thought. There's going to be a more bigger part of it, too. Mm-hmm. When when a bear gets, like, knocked out a few times or he's, like, dreaming of... That guy's the fucking... Oh, that guy's hilarious. There's also a ty- uh, Taiko Watiti uh, co-created ah, this. Co-created, so yeah. Pretty, yeah. Taiko's and, uh, all over think, the place. And that's... Yeah. But I thought that was going to be way, like, a lot more jokes because of that. And it seems a little toned down for him a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's a little grounded. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw him on, uh, what was he on? I think Kimmel recently. And he said, like, the whole cast and crew is all Native American, which is pretty Yeah, that's cool. awesome. Yeah. Everybody involved is, so that's pretty awesome. I do. I do have faith, though. I have faith that we're gonna we're gonna grow to love these characters because mm-hmm. they are spending a lot of time with them. You know what I mean, and the relationships and shit like that. And we're gonna feel for them. And I got a feeling uh, by the end we're gonna be really pulling for these, and it's gonna have a pretty oh yeah satisfying ending. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, too. I'm gonna stick with it. I like his crew too. Like you were talking about, like the fat kid and like the tomboy. Yeah. I love the tomboy because she's selling mm-hmm. those fucking meat pies, and she's all like <laughs> aggro against people and shit. <laughs> she's ready to fucking throw down. <laughs> yeah, she fucking rules. Yeah. The kid in yeah. the hospital is so funny with the with the old lady. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. fucking great. That's great. That's yeah, stuff. I'm into it. I'm into it. Right. I'll be there for ep three. Yeah, I like the balance, but I, I I actually like the balance so far. Not not saying yeah. that you guys don't, but I I just think it's well balanced. I kind of like oh. uh, getting both sides instead of it just being like too campy or too jokey or just like too overly serious. I think they're mixing it pretty well so far. 
Yeah, I haven't found that groove of how to watch it yet, so mm-hmm. I haven't gotten there yet. But I, I'll get there. I'm going to give it that shot. You know, you there. probably it probably would give more of a sense if these were hour long episodes. Maybe we're just used to yep. that like hour long uh, format. We get a, yep. a lot more shit in each up. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, all right, but still, uh, it's worthy of a checkout, people. If you want to, you want something new to watch, uh, Reservation Dogs. Uh, FX on Hulu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. All right, yeah. let's get to this. The penultimate White Lotus. We're very excited because as we record, the, the fucking season finale is on tonight. We're all giddy about it. Mm-hmm. We're all fucking anxious. We want to get this done so we can all have a watch party. I don't know. That's just something I said. All right. Um, <laughs> the penultimate uh, White Lotus. Um, we still don't know who's in that goddamn coffin. Um, whole bunch of shit went down here, though. Got a little crazy with the fucking break-in of the room and the stealing mm-hmm. of the jewelry and the fucking setup and um, a lot of good shit going down here. Oh, God damn. Once again, Steve, Steve Zahn's the fucking boy. <laughs> the fucking greatest thing ever. <laughs> just fucking sitting this is the greatest there, invention. There at the at end of the episode just being like, it's no big deal. <laughs> Eh, it's all right. It's no big deal. Saved your mom. It's all good. This show does a phenomenal job of balancing story between so many characters because every time you cut to like a new character, you just fucking perk up in your seat and like, okay, where are we going here? And then they go to the next group and you're like, okay, here we go. There's not a a group here where or a character where you're like, oh, we got to deal with this right now. Yeah, it's everyone is like equal player. time. Yeah, yeah, it's so great. Um, Molly Shannon is just one of the most hateable characters ever. Oh Her <laughs> Ellen Barkin, do you like better? Oh my god, that is a toss up. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I can't fucking uh, get over just. Just her face, the way, like, I just found myself, as much as I stare at Steve Zahn when he's talking just and laugh about it, mm. I stare at Molly Shannon and I'm just like, I want to fucking punch her Jesus. in the face so hard it explodes. She's so good at, like, oh being God. <laughs> She's such a bitch. Um, you're so pretty. Movie she like that. That, that, I don't that know. I don't, I don't remember. I'm sure it exists. It's always been somewhat fucking uh, enjoyable. She was in that divorce show with Sarah Jessica Parker, but she was like her best friend, and she was mm-hmm. she was a little bit annoying, but nothing like this. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, Jesus. yeah, yeah. Do you guys um, have um, a thought on who uh, is going to be in that coffin? With this did episode? this last week? Yeah, I know, but th- we, mine has definitely changed. Episode. That's what I'm saying. Oh, it has. So okay. I said – I think last week I said uh, that the sun was going to bite it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Scuba. Scuba sun. Yeah. Scuba Steve. And I – Scuba Steve's on? I, yeah. I think it might be – I think it might be one of the workers at White Lotus. Specifically oh. uh, the kid that was with Mom? Armand. Yeah. No, I don't think it's Armand. I think it was the kid who was with Armand. Oh, the fucking ass! The guy got his ass eaten out. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. White load ass. <laughs> 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 
Mike White Lotus. I love it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Um, mine hasn't changed. I'm still. I still think it's Jennifer Coolidge. Pete, who do you think? I'm. I'm still going with Armand because of how much dirt is on him. He's getting very nervous walking around this hotel with a lot of people knowing shit about him. He's getting caught doing a lot of bad shit. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't but know. You, you know what? I I'm. St- I'm still sticking with Armand. You know what I was looking at? I was looking at this uh, poster here. And there's a lightning bolt, and it's hitting somebody in the head here. Oh, hold on a second. Let's see. Now, what? this this brought me back to – I don't know if anyone ever remembers this, but I do. But probably oh. – when the Sopranos posters used to come out, and everyone's yeah. like, oh, look, he's looking – he's the only one looking left. He's dead this season. Do you guys remember shit like that? Mm-hmm. So that was HBO. This okay, so I'm HBO. looking at the poster. Oh, so you yeah, think I'm it's going to be her? Because okay. she – and uh, I talked to my sister. She's watching the show as well. And she thinks that she's the one that's going to go because of the predicament she she put someone in last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. That's definitely a setup for her to go. I mean, I, I'm I think praying they, it's not Arm. Sorry. I, I, I think, um, yeah, I, I hope it's not Armand, too. Oh, fuck me. Like, if, well, we, uh, two things. Um, I, yeah, I, I can see, like, the kid. Um, like mm-hmm. we were just talking about, um, biting it, but it's, these are all just like fucking red herrings though, aren't they? You know, oh, it's going to, it's going to come completely out of fucking nowhere. I think. Yeah. I hope we're oh. all wrong. Just so <laughs> see how great Mike White is at creating oh, this yeah. show. No, it they could are, be too. They also came out this week and said that there's going to be a season two. I don't know if we, did we talk about that last week? Didn't. No, they, no, we no. talked Pete about sent that after. Wanted. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, that it's going to be a different property. It's going to be a White Lotus and resort, it, but not in Hawaii. I think. And but this is my dream, and this is why I don't want it to be Armand. Mm-hmm. I want Armand to get transferred, and I want that'd him awesome. to be the only fucking cast member that shows oh, up. Oh, I'll take that, season. dude. And that's what. Yeah, when we, I don't know if you guys remember talking about last week. I was like, I would love for this show to be Armand gets clean, like mm-hmm. he always gets clean. Because <laughs> when he breaks, like he says, he just fucking is completely uninhibited. And then he goes back to work, and it's a different place. And then he yeah. just fucking breaks down again. And he just <laughs> I would see that for fucking six seasons. I would watch that for six seasons. I would fucking showtime the shit out of that show. <laughs> six seasons, 34 episodes, one hour apiece. Huge budget. I, I Armand's my favorite, but he's the one that's got the most shit on him right now yeah. literally <laughs> absolutely yeah and i don't want him to go but that's the way i'm leading towards he seems like the most uh you know he's up there to to, to go first yeah i do I miss the make, uh i think that makes him desperate though i mean we know that fucking uh uh i'm dying up here doesn't bite it because of the first scene obviously he's the only one we know yeah Correct. but um Armand could be desperate to uh, keep people from talking. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, you know what? This when is Molly true. Shannon showed up, it could have even been her. We didn't even think about that. And she's leaving the next day, so she's not gone yet. So oh, right, right, it could right, be right, her. Right, yeah. Oh no. shit. There's and there's something with Jennifer Coolidge's boyfriend too. Who, by the way, I don't know if. 
I, I think Moreno might enjoy this, but every time she co- he comes on screen, Jess screams out fucking... Uh, Uncle Rico? No, um... Oh. Laszlo Holyfield. Laszlo fucking Holyfield, real genius. yes! <laughs> yes! Fucking Laszlo! Yeah. I yell Uncle and, Rico. Um, he probably, is he Uncle Rico too? He's Uncle yeah. Rico. He's also fucking uh, the homeless guy from uh, Seinfeld. And Steals Monster fucking... Squad. He's the wolf, he's Wolfman Monster Squad. He's, oh, he's fantastic. Um, but you know, there's something with her. And here's and here's I was thinking of this while watching it last week. The only person that has the chance of having a happy ending here is is the black girl, the the fucking worker, right? Like, because she wants to get her own business, and mm-hmm, yeah. Jennifer Coolidge is going to set her up. Could be her. Like, maybe something fucking happens with her. Belinda, her name is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this mm-hmm. episode was, uh, could have been anybody. Oh. But, like, what a great comeuppance for the daughter's friend. Right? You talk all that shit, fucking colonizers, blah, they're stealing with blah, 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 blah. And she's the fucking, she's the criminal. Yeah. Uh, like, at the <laughs> end of the day, all that fucking shit talking and posturing and fucking mm-hmm. pontificating and telling people like what they should or shouldn't do or how they should fucking feel. She's the she's the one actually doing criminal shit at the end of the day. What a great fucking uh, yeah! What a great arc for that. They drive me crazy. crazy. And the mom does a great job at fucking knocking them down a bit too. It's like you guys care about all these people you never met before, but you don't give two shits about our family right in front of you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Connie Burton. She's does she's. Yeah, she's doing herself no I thought she was, she was a tad over the top when she go back to the room and she was yeah. crying. Yeah. And and then and then she sees the intruder and the way she screams is really really funny. You should rewatch that. I <laughs> uh, can't wait for it tonight. Guys, I got to bounce a little early. Just going to end the show. It's just me and you law doing the fucking tournament. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Final 4. <laughs> Every matchup, just... we're like, we're doing. Uh, I'll go uh, Shawshank. Okay, I'll go Pulp Fiction. Fuck. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next one. <laughs> just text me. I'll give you my answer. <laughs> I, I, I just, I really can't wait to see. They've been doing a really great job of Alexandra Daddario's character, like oh, building great. her up. Like she's a fucking powder keg. Like she's, she is she's ready great to blow at show. any fucking. She's ready to blow at any point. This has got to be her breakout. Uh, I know she's been in, you know, uh, quite a few things, uh, but she's fucking phenomenal. She's in this really show. good in this, yeah. Oh my god! And she doesn't say a lot too. It's all that fa- facial expressions to it. Mm-hmm. You're just you feel it, man. You fucking feel oh, those, it. Those eyes are fucking disturbing. Oh, they're fucking. They just get into your soul. Eh? Like, what's just... it, like that one chick from They Live? White fucking irises. Yeah. Like Jesus, some fucking contacts. You look like an alien. She's a fucking white. You know who I miss? I miss the uh, pregnant Asian. She was fucking the best in that first episode. I miss her. I hope she comes (laughs) back for the finale and just kills everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Do you enjoy your stay? All right, man. One more episode. Can't wait to fucking wrap this up. Great cast, great writing, great cinematography, great directing. Just fucking great show all around, man. Awesome, awesome fucking show. Alex, how awesome would it be since since we know if Mike White goes on for two, if Jack Black shows up in two, mm. fucking awesome would that be? But he's Armand. 
Just a different play, oh, person God. plays fucking Armand every season. That'd be mm-hmm. great. Oh, I, any, I'll take him in anything. What the fuck else is he doing? Come on. Fucking TikTok, I think. Yeah, the fucking Jumanji movies. Come on, do something else. <laughs> love Jack Black. I love him in that. Yeah, well, I think they're going to have people lined up to be in a uh, next season. Oh, you fuck I mean? yeah, right? This, the, yeah. this has been fucking great. Okay. Oh, gonna... and uh, oh, sorry. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say while I, while Alex was in uh, Jersey Palooza, we looked me, <laughs> Alex and, and my wife. We looked up this hotel. Um, I, I think it was <laughs> what was it like twelve hundred a night? I oh, think. Yeah, it was fucking ridiculous. So... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in Hawaii. Oh my god! It's fucking so expensive. It's a real hotel. Um, maybe we'll stay. Isn't there it like night. a? Like, in, I look in the end credits. Isn't it like a really popular? Tell. Isn't it like a Four Seasons or something? I think so. Yeah, yeah. something like that. But it's mm. it's pretty pricey. So uh, <laughs> you know, subscribe to us on Patreon, and uh, we'll do an episode. <laughs> <laughs> and we we'll have those, a fucking. We need those subscribers, folks. Come on, we need those subscribers. <laughs> Just so we can go to the the White Lotus. <laughs> you want more content, day. don't you? You want more content? <laughs> How can we get more content if you don't fucking subscribe to us? <laughs> Who's that? Who's that guy? <laughs> Here's what I was going to ask. What does this show – like how badly how, – how should I word this? I'm, I'm trying to come up with a scenario in which all three of us are just like done with the show. Like how badly does it have to fuck up in the season finale for us oh to be like, my God. oh, fuck. I mean obviously uh, taking away like all the fucking – um, obvious choices, right? Like everyone dies, or nobody dies, or there's just like a f- maybe it's fucking uh, Jennifer Coolidge's mom's urn that's in the coffin or some shit. Oh, <laughs> I had that. That thought. sucks. I had that thought while watching it, and I was like, oh no!" <laughs> and I was like, "I'm by myself watching this. What the fuck? Why am I just grossing Somebody myself lost their out?" Lo- Somebody lost their luggage, and Armand's like, well, we have this coffin if you want to pack your clothes in. Oh. Great, great. What, if, what if the first the, – the opening shot is just the coffin door closing on Molly Shannon's head? Like she's in the coffin, not just like crushing her head. <laughs> yeah, look at it. <laughs> what if it's John Locke from Lost? He's in the <laughs> Hawaii, right? All right. If it's Jack Black and he's not in season two. Oh. <laughs> this is such an us conversation. Okay, we all love this show. How could we hate it? <laughs> we make it much worse. There's one more episode left. It's the finale. How can we dash our own hopes and expectations? <laughs> John Cena shows up and replaces our mom. <laughs> Ten out ten. Ten out ten. Oh my god! What if they open the coffin and there's two little people just stacked in there? <laughs> the two kids from Reservation Dogs. <laughs> and they're just like, "What's up, homies?" <laughs> the little lotus. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. All right.
right, so it has to fuck up pretty bad. Okay. Yeah, yeah pretty bad. It's going to be pretty bad. All right, got it, got it. <laughs> I really don't think it will. I think it's going to land. I think it's going to stick the landing, too. Even oh. though we all think differently of what's in that coffin, we're all going to come out together loving it. Absolutely. I have so much faith in this show. Well, you got to have faith. What's the next right, HBO DJ, show? Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the next uh, HBO show after? They've got Mare, now this. Now I'm all pumped. Like, we need more. Uh, let's see. Oh, boy. Do they release, uh, like, a yearly schedule? Yeah, I think they would, uh, they would have it on their schedule. I was thinking while watching this, I'm like, over the years... You know, even through the golden age of television, you know, when cable started kicking off, like, I think HBO is still untouchable on the resume of TV shows. No one can touch them when it comes to fucking the shows that we love. Mm -hmm. Uh, Quantity-wise, I mean, and quality, obviously, but if you think about it, man, just like every fucking, every so often, maybe once a year, maybe once every two years, there's a show that we just get absolutely fucking riveted with, and it's always HBO. Yeah. Well, no, third season of uh, Succession is coming up. I think that's. Oh, in, is that next? I think that's in September. Yeah. Oh, fucking awesome! Uh, what is this? Yeah, I think that was a preview, right? Right in front of this. I think they were uh, showing that. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Boom. Sunday night HBO. They fucking ruled for a long, long time. Wire, Sopranos, mm-hmm. fucking Curb, Six Feet, True Detective, True. Fuck the shit. Deadwood. <laughs> Deadwood. 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 That's uh... all right. Succession. That's good TV roundup. That's good shit. Yeah. Love this good show, week. man. Good week. <laughs> All right. Um, want to do moves? You want to do pee break? What do you want to do? Uh, let's do a pee break. All right. All right. Uh, let's do. Is it time to take a piss or what? Somehow last week can do a piss break timer. Well, it's because Law pissed himself and Garrett barked all over the place. <laughs> what the fuck, man? This is weird. <laughs> Could be surprised, poop. If not a sit down, piss will have to do. Canadian club rules. Not when you have to go. Lost PA <laughs> into an empty high life bottle. Cops are All we have to do is take a pee break. Fucking Mark Simpson is gay. Hey girl, oh my god. Wow. 
Another duet. Yeah, look at us. Uh, do moves. All right, let's do moves. Get the fuck out of here. Oh wait, no, we just got a whole thing. Should we start with the screeners? It's not. What's not needed? Let's do it. The last matinee. The lost matinee. The lost. The last matinee. My matinee. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We have a screener this week. Oh, here we go. I got to pull this up. All right. Yes. So here's a IMDb synopsis. Is annoying. It's a soaking wet day with rain pouring down. <laughs> Who's writing that? And one of the best things to do is go seek refuge in the great old cinema. 
There's just one problem. A murderer is on the loose, and he also has taken refuge there. Oh my god. That is, that's the worst thing I've ever read. Yeah, that's really bad. You want to uh, clean it up? You want to play cleanup law? I don't. That that cleanup? I don't even know. I don't. I don't know if it deserves it. Yeah, the, people go see a movie. Uh, you know, you get this fucking uh, very unique cast of characters all checking out uh, a screening of a Frankenstein movie. Can't remember specifically what the name of the movie is. Something of the Frankenstein. Yeah. And um, there's a murderer in the theater, and he starts taking them out one by one by one by one. That's it. That's it. That is what a story, Mark. <laughs> uh, that is my film? review. It's a foreign film. It is a foreign film. Foreign what? <laughs> oh! <laughs> it is Frankenstein Day of the Beast they're watching, mm. Uh, mm. which is direct. I found I went on a little bit of a rabbit hole. Frankenstein Day of the Beast. I'm like, okay, so why, why are they watching this film? What's the significance of it? Obviously, they they probably can't get any rights to, like, bigger movies or anything like that. Um, And this movie, Frankenstein Day of the Beast, is directed by the guy who plays the killer in this film. I didn't know this was an actual film. I thought they made this film for the film. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's what it looks like to me. 2011. uh, And it's got a whopping 3.7. 2011?! 3.7 3.3.7 on 10 on IMDb. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, you got me down your fucking rabbit hole. Make room for me. I'm getting in your hole right here. Right here. <laughs> hey, come on. It's nice and snug in here. I, great. I don't know fucking sick five bros in here. The guy that plays the killer in this film directed this. Is he also in the, Who directed this? Who's... Yeah, there was somebody Richard Cardo Islas. Mm-hmm. Islas. Islas. All right, let me see where he's at here. Okay, yeah, so he's not in Frankenstein, Day of the Beast, but he directed it. Mm-hmm. Looks like it was made in the fucking 50s, this fucking yeah, Frankenstein movie. Yeah. Like, it's just horrendous. Yeah, it looks So I thought they just kind of, like, made it for the film. All right, that's ridiculous. Yes. <sighs> Um, yeah, this killer is going around killing people. Now, this is uh, subtitles. Mm-hmm. I was a little bit distracted a few times during this movie. Is there ever anything that explains why the killer is doing what he's doing, guys? No, it doesn't no. seem so. <laughs> okay. We're going to spoil this. <laughs> yeah, we're going to spoil the shit out of this. Okay. Um, I don't... Like, all of a sudden, at the end of the film, he's got a jar of eyeballs. And I don't understand, like, is that something we were supposed to know? That's why I was kind of, I felt like I was lost. I felt like I missed something at the beginning of the movie. But the, he just shows up with a jar of eyeballs, right? You start figuring out about, this is an hour and a half long movie, about an hour into the movie, you find out that he's taking their eyeballs. Well, I thought in the beginning of the film, that's him. He has the jar. But I thought he was mm-hmm. eating olives. Same here. Oh, see, I didn't. I didn't see that. I didn't. I didn't notice that part. Now they must. That's have, him. Yeah. Um, they must have like 
blocked it in a way where it didn't look like an eyeball or they like lowered the brightness on it so it didn't look like an eyeball. It looked like a fucking olive. There I mean, it's not like there were any veins attached to it. You didn't see a fucking pupil or an iris or anything like that. Um Is that what you thought, Pete? Yeah, I think that's Say it again. He's <laughs> <laughs> watching the movie again. I'm watching White Lotus. <laughs> son of a bitch. Turn it off. Turn it off. Say it again. Sorry, I'm working on something. No, he shows up. I think he shows up in the beginning of the film. And the killer. A, yeah. The character who pulls something out of a jar that looks like an olive. So yeah, I thought it was in... just somebody just posted up in their car. It's a rainy night outside of the theater eating olives. But like I said, yeah. Th- it doesn't look like there's like veins attached to it. it. Doesn't look like there's veins on it. You don't see like a pupil or an iris or anything like that. Did you? I don't know. Correct. If, yeah. I'm with you on that. I, I was, <sighs> I was like, all right. So this is a creep or some crazy person just fucking eating olives outside yeah. of a theater. Mm-hmm. I'm with you on that. And then later on, it, it all comes together, and I'm like, well, those didn't. Okay, whatever. They look like they don't look like fucking eyeballs. So there's no there's no backstory to this guy, right? There's no we have no idea why he's collecting eyeballs and eating them like they are olives. Mm-mm. Correct. Okay, that's all right. <laughs> Just all right. Um, there's one scene that I laughed out loud in this movie on, and um, it's when this guy is kind of goes on a blind date and meets a girl at the movie theater. Yeah, fucking bored. Like she she sees what we see and that. Frankenstein Day of the Beast is fucking horrendous and she has wants nothing to do with it so she starts giving him a handy. Yeah. <laughs> this guy this guy unloads the biggest load you'll ever see in his pants. Yeah. It goes through his underwear, through his jeans and it's soaking wet outside of his jeans. Like it's it is This is It is a lifetime worth of load that this comes is out. Years, yeah. Or a lifetime. <laughs> Years of buildup. I'm surprised it's not coming out of his fucking eyes or his ears at this point. How is his teeth still attached? They should be floating in the back of his fucking mouth. He goes to the bathroom and he's he's like, he opens up his fucking jeans. He's fucking like hands full of water and he's washing his fucking dick out. He fucking does his jeans back up and he tucks his shirt back in. He's got this gigantic wet spot in front of his jeans like it's humongous it's like a pie plate of fucking jizz stain on his jeans he tucks his shirt back into his jeans so it is full frontal you can't help but look at it at all times it's it's like somebody put like the fucking top of the pizza the top of a pizza on his lap yeah all the grease right grease just fucking (laughs) went into his jeans he's just got greasy jizzy pants Uh, yeah, that, but I like the the conversation. First of all, I I love the setting of this in a theater, old school mm-hmm. theater projection room, um, and just people who just want to fucking see a movie. Some people who like love taking care of the movie theater and love being the projectionist and shit. So I kind of like the setting. Um, but this blind date I, is fucking hilarious um, because hilarious. of the, you know, they just show up. And she's just like, what is this movie? And he's like, I have no idea. And she's like, you go to a movie you don't even fucking know about? And he's like, yeah, that's part of the fun. Uh, Like, totally relate to this guy. Just in his movie-going prowess. Not in his fucking jizzy, (laughs) built-up years of 
come in his ears <laughs> fucking <laughs> angle. I, but, and I, I'm with you. I, I like like the setup of this. Just the actual content of the film, like a guy going through the theater and killing everybody. Yeah. I can enjoy it and I can appreciate it because I grew up on these movies in the early 80s. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But <laughs> those early 80s films, and I specifically think of things like Pieces and, um, you know, Chopping Mall and stuff like that. There's always a reason, even Friday the 13th, if you want to go back that far, mm-hmm. there's always a reason for what the killer's doing. Sure. It might be stupid. It might be gratuitous. You know what I mean? Like, it, it is, it, it's ridiculous. But there's always a reason for what he's doing. I'm saying it, it, it makes it a better movie. But here, just give us some sort of indication of what's going on. Why is this guy doing this? I think it makes it a tad bit more bearable for me. I do like the setting, though. I love that feel of this film, that old, old school horror. I like that. Yeah. You're very quiet. Make room for me. I'm getting in your hole. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, that's why. That's why. He's, he's been. My, that's not a good poll. You might delete that. It doesn't sound good. Okay, I'll delete. <laughs> uh, um, no, I'm with you. Love the setting. Uh, the characters are great. I'm with you 100% on the character needs motive here, whether he's an ex-worker or banned from the theater. Hmm. So he's not allowing anyone to see any movies. That's why he's plucking out eyeballs. Hmm. But that doesn't make, you know, you get none of that. Um, It's the geography of the killer versus patrons in the theater is a little annoying because it's like we're concentrating on the killer and this one audience member but they don't show a lot of the times everyone else looking in the seats so it's just like this guy it's secluded the oh. killer and the killee and you're like where is every by the way there's only 10 people total in this whole theater it's a yeah. it's a theater that could probably fit 200 people and there's only 10 there's probably. a second there's a fucking balcony yeah yeah but there's only three people on that balcony Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, five, six. And then you got the blind seven. date couple. And then you got the. Old I, I only man. count seven because the old man leaves, though. No, but the other old man leaves. He gets pissed off on the. Th- the bearded man, right? He leaves. But then he comes so back. We had the older old man. Yeah. He comes back at the end of the movie, but he's not in the theater. Oh, he's not in the uh, theater. He leaves. Oh, he leaves because those, the kids were making. Yeah, the kids are too right? noisy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we got the three on the balcony, the yeah. double date, that's five. Date. The little kid, the old man, seven. Mm hmm. Are you talking? Uh, and then, and then the girl in the projection. Mm-hmm. Uh, projection. Fal- the guy who looks like Falvey. Yep. Eight. Yep. Wasn't he with the three? No, he. No, he was. You're the talking worker. about the guy that works. Oh, the worker. Right. Yeah, okay. Worker. Right. 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 It's nine. It's a ten. Are you talking about the old man that left? Is that the tenth? Well, no. I I was just guesstimating. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's about that. It's listen- about that. I was just telling yeah, the people yeah, yeah. that are listening in on the show that the theater is not filled at all. Yeah. Oh yeah. Really yeah. My point. And they're spread uh, out. So I like know what you're saying though, because when, the, when the guy goes down, Oh, right. The girl on the bus, she shows up. So she's 10. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when he goes down to kill them two, it's kind of like right in the middle of everybody. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Cause the people of the balcony are, they can just look down and see what's going on. The rape, uh, one section over from the blind date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The old man's already dead. 
And I don't know where the little kid is, geography-wise. Uh, geography He's in front. That. He may be in front of them by a couple rows all yeah. the way on the other side. But it's it just seems like I notice if one person gets up in a theater, I notice that guy. <laughs> well, it's so weird because the three, the three kids are – they're watching the movie and then the one guy decides to go down there to talk to the mm-hmm. girl uh, that, that he saw on the bus. So yeah. he does that. So they're talking or whatever. And, and the other two friends are up there going, oh, look at them, uh, blah, blah, blah. Right, right, right. And then the guy and the girl on the bus bite it. Great yeah, kill, yeah. by the way. There's some really great kills in this. Yeah, this um, is grotesque. They don't see that. But then the girl in the balcony notices that she's like, isn't that a little weird that they're yeah. not, you know, like kissing, but like they're not moving, though. They, they've been right. in that same spot for a long time. Right. You would have thought that. A guy she would a see a guy up, standing there. She yeah. would see a guy standing there putting a fucking piece of rebar through the back of his head, through <laughs> fucking his mouth and going through her mouth. And... and he doesn't take everyone's eyes. He doesn't take those two eyes. I think he did. He did oh, because, he did? yeah, when they show him again, they don't have their eyes. Oh. They never show him take eyes. Well, the one, because he has the scooper. They show the scooper yeah. and the after you After the reveal of the jar, you right, see right, the scooper. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you see the scooper um, when he's he's going in the guy's eyeballs, the first guy, I think. Oh, I didn't notice that. The, the very worker? first guy because they, they – no, old he's man. the old, the oh, old the man because okay. I think they show his POV like within his head looking out. Oh. I think. If I remember Anyways. correctly. I saw a lot of shit this week. <laughs> or was that in Val Kilmer? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> No, I didn't mean it like that. Calm down. <laughs> That's his throat, by the way, not his eyeballs. I know. Oh. What if um, he was pushing on an eyeball to talk, though? Oh. <laughs> Don't kill me. Listen, it was, it was a little slow at parts um, mm. because I was like, let's let's get let's get a move on here. I'm not scared because um, this old, fucking old creepy guy's just walking around the theater. No one's seeing him. I mean, I think. The set, the setup is. Oh, there's really no setup. It's just a theater. Mm-hmm. You right. thought something was going to happen with the um, her uncle, grandfather, her dad, her dad, dad. Oh. Yeah, thought that was going to come into play. That's just kind of like a wash. Um, but it was still interesting. I think. I think this film could have just been a, a hair tighter, and this would have been like a great uh, fucking like horror movie. Wait, did it had the bones? You wait, had yeah. the bones. Your perfect runtime is one thirty-seven hour and thirty-seven minutes. Is that hour and twenty-eight? But it needs it's to be still tighter. Could, still could be shorter. <laughs> well, it, it's not the fact that it needs to be shorter. They need to make the parts that drag better. Hmm. I didn't find any of that. I thought it, I, I thought I had a pretty decent pace. I liked. Um, you know, it, it didn't really need it. Maybe it, it needed a little more character backstory or at least, uh, like you guys are saying, like motive for the killer. I didn't really need it, but I I can see that. Um, but, I, you know, she – this little kid – not little kid, college student is, like, helping her dad out. And she's like, get the fuck out of here. And then the other dude is like, hey, give me some cigarettes. They're in your dad's fucking desk. No, it's underneath the papers. So a little bit of, like, character building there, like, worked for me. Yeah, colors in the background a little bit. I like that. Yeah. Um, but just didn't have enough, like you said, with, with the the killer's motive, like the reason why he's there in the first place. I was okay with the mystery, but I can see how, like, you you need a little bit more of that. 
and and just tighten up some of these these chase scenes. Um, the three kids that uh, that come in are just hate them immediately because they're fucking all loud and obnoxious. Um, the girl, right? She's the the final girl uh, with the other final girl. You know what I'm saying? Like the, yeah, the girl yeah, out yeah. of those three. Those okay. Mm-hmm. So she runs out of the theater and she's trying to get out. She runs to that fucking that steel door that's pulled down. Mm-hmm. She tries to get out of that thing for like five minutes straight. Yeah, that's yeah, the shit yeah. I'm talking about. Okay, Ugh, gotcha, gotcha. It's so yeah, that, fucking that, annoying. That makes more sense then. Yeah, because that, that shit was annoying. Like they lag on shit too long. Like the guy cleaning himself in the fucking bathroom is just like a you know ten seconds too long. It's like all right, let's go. I get it. Let's move on. Like well, the just whole, shit like, like that. Trying to get away. And just being there for fucking ten minutes, or it wasn't ten minutes, but it was too long. Like, mm-hmm. why? Are, this is not building suspense. You, we don't, we don't, we don't feel like we're in danger. It. So you doing this is not really fucking grating for us. It's just you nailed it. That's what it's kind of what it was. I didn't feel, I didn't feel nervous There's when no we were. There. Yeah, when we were locked on a character for a while. I did not feel kind of nervous at a point. That's why the 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 scene dragged a little bit. I'm like, yeah. all right, I know he's I know he's in the auditorium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're outside. I don't care right now. But um, I had the bones. I want to uh, I want to give you guys a little secret. Oh boy! Oh the, this specific um, screener fucking service. Yep. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus um, Vimeo, I believe we watch these screeners on. Correct. Some of them, yeah, yeah. They have a playback speed button. Yeah, they do. I watched what? this shit at one point two five. I was out in an hour, dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you had to you had to read really fast then? Yeah, I was gonna say. Oh yeah, a horn film too. Damn. Yeah, that's just, wow. okay. Okay. I got it. I got it. Yeah, Put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you can get the gist of the whole thing. You can get the gist no. of the whole thing. It's not like there's a lot of fucking uh, dialogue in here that is like uh, poignant or whatever, or like needed for the script. Yeah. yeah. Hey, watch out. Good one. Let me try the gist out of that guy. This like fucking Jesus, buddy. Let me try this fucking thing. ropes and ropes and ropes in his fucking underwear. Bloody ass. Yeah. You got a stain on you. You got red on you. Yeah. Uh, ratings? Should, should, should we want to start ratings? Sure. I'm going to go... I'm going to go six and a half here. Mm. Because mm. I think there's... Wow! A, there's a good movie here, especially for a screener mm-hmm. and a foreign film. Not that, that you know, uh, fucking... A bad thing, but you know, you never know what you're gonna get. Uh, like it has the bones, uh, some good kills. It just needs to be a, like a hair tighter, so I, it's not like it's not a full blown seven. So it's a uh, six and a half. Oh my, I uh went full seven, I went full below seven. Hey! Soft Fucking seven, what is happening? Soft seven. I uh really enjoyed the movie. I fucking, I, I just. I'm absolutely in love with the setting of this old theater projection yeah. room. Um, the one thing it lacked, though, I mean, it's so movie specific, right? We're in a fucking theater. We got the projection room. We got a bunch of posters in the background. 
not a lot of I, – I would have expected a lot more talk, a lot, a lot more film talk. Not not so much like over-the-top uh, Tarantino and, pop culture stuff, but at least some kind of film talk. There was that one conversation and, that Jizz Dude has with uh, Handy Girl, and that, yeah. that that was it. But I, I, lo- I think- yeah, like I said, I love this setting. Just real quick, I love the setting. I, I even like the music was kind of out of place. It just like <laughs> they just fucking drop it in there, <laughs> and I like the music. But it was like, oh man, you could have fucking built the whole movie around this fucking score, right. or at least fucking put the score in places that made sense. They just kind of just drop it in. It's like, oh, this would have made sense, but like you're just dropping it in. There's no like uh, cohesiveness here. There's so, there's something here with the movie that they're playing that they should have played into. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know it's an easy setup. Like, oh, it's just like it's like a a fucking lost print of a certain movie, and that director doesn't want anyone to see it, or anyone yeah, that sees it deserves to die. So, yeah. like, there's something very easy to fucking play into the film that they're watching. To tell you the truth, Bruno, when you told me that they're just watching the movie that. The guy directed who plays the killer. That makes it worse for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, that means it's literally has nothing to do with anything, and they took the only movie they could get the rights to to put on the fucking screen. That yeah, was it. Yeah, and it they was literally put, it was literally the killer just going like, "Yeah, you can have the rights." Like yeah. on on set. <laughs> it's like it no, means we, got a, nothing. we got a verbal agreement here. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> You're gonna put Night of the Living Dead there because there's like no rights to that. Exactly. I was just gonna say that, Pete. They could have used anything like that, and but. Same time, they could have built around that. It has something to do with the screening, right? They, uh, but they didn't do that. Um, this like this is a screen, five. Like in Scream Two, the opening. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! I was yeah. When Law was talking about that, I'm like, well, fucking do a Jamie Kennedy scream thing where he's like, well, they're all watching the movie, and the killer right. is mimicking what's going on in the screen. Yeah, yeah. a lot of sh- a lot of opportunity here, but uh, this is a five for me. No. Um, I mean, it's just like I said. Like it had its chance to be one of those make me feel like I was watching an old uh, early '80s horror film. But it's just there's just no meat to the story here. Yeah, there's cool. no reason cool. for this guy to be walking around with a jar full of eyeballs. And Pete, I don't mean to break it up, and I don't want to talk about this at all after I say this. But Uh-oh. there's yeah. no fucking way this is better than Fear Street. That's all I want to say. <laughs> oh my god! Oh come on! Stop bringing that shit up. Wait, I, that's it. I'm done. You're. I'm done. You're talking about it now. I'm not. I'm not talking about it. It's just the fucking haunting of Hill House bullshit. I'm tired of it. Mm-hmm. Tired of Anyways, it. Anyways, five on ten. Um, what will give it the strongest <laughs> seven though was that end shot. I've never seen. It. I don't. I don't think I've seen anything like it. Where the jar of eyeballs falls and all the eyeballs are bouncing down the stairs. Fucking super bouncy balls. Holy fuck, was that awesome. I rewound it twice to fucking watch it again. I'm like, this is great. I haven't seen anything like this. (laughs) That's fucking awesome. Which was a mimic of the uh, earlier scene with the uh, gumballs. That's lost on me. Yeah, what you're me about. too. I don't remember that. The kid, the kid drops all the like oh. the gumballs, and then that guy picks up one for him to help him like clean it up as he's. Oh, I remember oh, that. Come yeah, on. give the, You got to give that a fucking five and a half now, Law. Five. Right. <laughs> you got to give it a seven and a half now. Law. I gave it. I gave it the strongest. Now it went from soft oh. seven to strong seven. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Alright. Let's do this uh, Malice at the Palace because we already got kind of a review from PJ on the... What did you... uh, Sorry. uh, What you missed. missed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Okay, so on Netflix, this Untold um, series... I don't know. Is there more to this Untold thing? Am I... I, I... Yeah, I think there's going to be. Apparently there is. PJ said there was. Oh, I'm sorry. You mean like the series Untold? No, oh, yeah, Untold. Like because it's called no, Untold Mouth of the story. No, this one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Kind of like the fucking Woodstock is a series. Or like 30 for 30 or something like that. Like right, it, it yeah. seems like it's a series of some sort. Anyways, anyway, this is about um, the fucking brawl that took place in the Palace of Auburn Hills between the Pistons and the NA Pacers. Uh, when Ron Artest went into the fucking stands and started fighting everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was really looking forward to this. Um, obviously, I'm a, I've been a, like a lifelong Pistons fan. I remember this night very clearly. I was supposed to go to the game, and I turned down the ticket because I was too tired. I fell asleep watching the game on the couch, woke up right at the very end when this happened, and it was fucking mind-boggling. Um it's always been fucking uh, pretty fucking hilarious to rewatch. I love, oh, uh, I loved, so good is, and I love the, and there's not a lot of it. You know, they talk about at the beginning of the documentary that we have all the uncut raw footage. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of it, but I do like what they have the in the hallway of them leaving that yes, kind of footage and shit absolutely. like that. That's really cool to see. Yep. Um, I like that. This comes off uh, like. One hundred percent through the eyes of the Pacers, the Indiana Pacers that uh, Jermaine O'Neal, Ron Artest, Stephen Jackson. Um, I mean, Ben Wallace is literally, I think, the only Piston that shows up in this mm-hmm. uh, to talk about his role in it and what it, you know, what it meant and all that. And um, yeah, it's just, um, I'm, I'm interested to see what Pete thinks about this because he's very unsporty. Like, did you know about this? Um, is is this all new to you? Like, what, uh, what were you thinking? New. The whole thing oh, yeah. is unfold. <laughs> <laughs> unheard. This is unheard of. It's unheard. It's untold. <laughs> well, n- none of this rang a bell. None of these players rang a bell except for Ben Wallace. He was the only one, and him and Reggie Miller, obviously. But did, did you have, like, any vaguely, like, oh, I kind of remember when a fucking dude went into the an NBA player, went into the stands and started fucking throwing hands? No, I don't no, know huh? anything about this. Really, eh? Hey, really. Oh, what do you think about it? This is cool. This is a cool documentary, because I didn't know shit. Um, I, I, there's a lot of people I fucking despised in, on, in this documentary. Um, mm-hmm. I just, like, don't want... Is it all the reporters? Because <laughs> they're all no. Scumbags. I just like, every single one like of a, them. There's just this like is a couple, couple people. Um, um, like that come on screen, and I'm like, oh my god, I do not want to be in the same room as you because you will who probably kill me. Ron Artest scares the shit out of me. This guy just seems batshit crazy, off the wall. I don't want to go near this guy ever. I don't care if he changed his name to. Goodwill Hunt, whatever he changed his name to, I don't want to. Meta World Peace. Him too. I don't even care. <laughs> and like the there like is... the boys brought up in sportscast, everybody just goes, "Yeah, Ron was kind of a dick that day." <laughs> they all just call him Ron. Yeah. Like nobody yeah. ever refers to him as Meta World. Never. Peace. Yeah. No, that guy scared the shit out of me, and I'm like, oh, "Come on, man! What? Like, 
it's your fault. It's your fault. You're 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 an awful person. Just I don't even know how you like someone wants you in, on fucking on the court. You're just a fucking time bomb. Like, he's like a, he's like a Dennis Rodman type. This is why I'm so interested in, in your opinion on that because obviously that's been my opinion from the get go because I'm a Piston fan, right? It, and it, I, it's not going to change. And I and I know that I'm biased. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was looking forward to hearing what you thought about it, not knowing anything about this. Marno, what do you think about it? You knew a little bit about it. You don't. You're not a Pistons fan, but you knew about it. Like, what, did did this make you feel any different from the first time you saw it happen to now? Where do you go? Maybe he bounced because maybe I was talking. It's <laughs> more like meaning like he thought we were going to engage for a while. I guess. All right. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I've always been, I've always hated Runner Test. I hated him before this happened. Um, this just made it worse. I mean, this isn't even the last time he did shit like this. You know what I mean? Like, there's wow. there's been more shit that he's done. Uh, but I love this the O'Neill was... guy. I love that guy. That guy seems like he's got a good head on his shoulders. I liked him a lot. Here's the thing that this document does, I think, that it's a little bit heavy handed. Okay. They make it out to seem like Jermaine O'Neal is going to be the greatest player in the history of the NBA. That was an average player at best. Any point in his career, he was an average player. He wasn't, like, sure, he might have been an all-star, but this, he's an average all-star, sure. He he wasn't going to be the greatest fucking center to ever play the game. Like, they make it seem that way. He just wasn't. He was average at best. They had a good team, yes, but he was an average player at best. You know what I mean? Like, they make it seem like this moment ruined all the fucking stardom that was to come for this guy. And I just feel like that was way, way fucking overblown. A little bit. I was gravitating towards the Reggie Miller future stuff from this. Hmm? And I was like, I just didn't really care. Like, I like Jermaine a lot. Like I said, he seemed like just like a good person. And, uh, yeah, his career could have been great. But it was more about Reggie for me in this doc, like getting him that ring, getting him. And when he fucking broke down during that, like, right. speech, I was I was like getting the feels. I'm like, God damn it. You guys fucked this guy so hard, man. Yeah, it was brutal. Reno, are you back? What's up? I, 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 I posed a really big question to you, and then you weren't there. <laughs> What's up? So... <laughs> got Pete's um, kind of idea about it, just being not knowing anything about it. I want to know um, how you felt about this when this happened, and did it change after you watched this at all? Did you feel any different about it? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's the same before and the same afterwards. It's, yeah, uh, so, which it, is it's what? Just a, it's a fucking, it's a spectacle. I don't, I mean, I don't give a fuck about, especially at that time. Our test would already left the Bulls, so like didn't fucking care. He was a fucking problem then. He's mm-hmm. obviously a problem now, or even during this. Um, right. Yeah, it's just it's hilarious. All I all I care about this is that fucking little white boy's face as Ron Artest is charging him, and he's got <laughs> the fucking Pokemon oh face. <laughs> That's all I care about. I can watch that over and over on a loop. For the rest of my life. 
that's the one thing um, I got more out of this. Like, like I, yeah, you know, I knew who the guy was. You know what I mean? Like, I've always known, not always, but before I watched this, I knew who the guy was that threw it. Even watching the footage, you're like, well, you, you know how Ron Artest goes after the wrong guy or whatever, like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I fucking hate the guy that threw this cup. Like, oh, he he's the acts worst. like a fucking he, piece of shit. He is garbage, man. Like, he doesn't. He feels. He. I think he feels like he is a fucking part of the Pistons organization and he did them a solid. Like, you're fucking horseshit. Like, you're garbage, man. Who fucking throws a cup? And yeah, I'm totally with... uh, You get... Like, Artest definitely shouldn't have went in. He also shouldn't have been laying on the fucking table like a Mac. But he shouldn't have went into the fucking stands. But at the same time, who throws a fucking full beer at somebody during a game? In the middle of a game! And then acts like he did nothing wrong. It, like, he's a fucking piece of garbage, this guy, man. I hate this guy. Well, let me ask you a question. So, they right before the foul, they say that one of the players went up to Ron and was like, now you can get your, your yeah. one foul in. Do you think that's – like, they didn't talk to that guy. They didn't huh. talk about – Ron doesn't even say anything – about that exchange like he's not like oh that guy huh. came up to me it's all about the other player i don't know if it was jermaine or the guy in the red shirt. Oh, it was jamal tinsley um and you're totally right i i never heard that story before and i would have loved for them to fucking talk about that maybe runner test talks about that but he's just so mentally not there like he oh should have God. never been in the nba yeah like when he's like talking it's just like who <laughs> this guy who is this guy like he's not he's not polished as far as like some of the NBA players that like talk afterwards like on a yeah. conference or something you know I I feel like they just they overblow a lot of shit in this like oh I've never seen anyone hustle like Ron or Tess does like give me a fucking break have you ever seen Rodman play like it's not even close like you know what I mean or Jermaine O'Neal is gonna be the greatest player in the NBA no he wasn't he was fucking average he's he wasn't gonna be the greatest player in the NBA. I don't feel sorry for him. Um, I mean, I felt felt sorry for him when he was getting pretty much everything in the fucking stadium thrown at him when he was leaving. It's just like, I don't feel fucking bad for these guys punching fucking random fans that are on the floor. Sure, protect yourself. But at the same time, this is all fucking their teammates' fault. You're backing up your teammate whose fault it is, and it's just, it's on you guys. That's it. Yeah, Yeah, it's, it was an ugly thing, and uh, it changed, you know, it changed the fucking NBA for the, uh, I guess, the better. But, I mean, I wouldn't mind to see a couple more fights. (laughs) But just not involving fans. That's what I'm saying. slipped my mind oh yeah i don't remember oh. all right well that's a seven for me because it's totally watchable if you don't know anything about it yeah yeah um yeah i'm this this is an easy this is a seven for me like i enjoyed the new stuff that i learned like like what you just said and that uh background fucking um footage from the hallway and finding out that Jermaine O'Neal went after fucking our test in the locker room after it happened. Yeah, That's fucking yeah, yeah. great. I want to hear more about that. But again, it's 
like UFO. They fucking bring it up and they don't talk about it. Exactly. <laughs> <sighs> All right. I'm go. Are you going again? No, I'm here. Oh, what do you want to rate this, man? Oh! <laughs> Big sweep! Steve Jackson's my boy. I love that motherfucker. Is that the red shirt guy? Uh, that's the guy that went in after our test and just started fucking dropping bombs on anybody that came near him. Fucking <laughs> yeah, that dude. I like that guy too, man. He, that guy he is a fucking real ass dude. I love that. Guy. He is real. That's and that's why I I I've never fucking had a problem with him either because he's just real. Like my fucking teammate was fighting fans. I'm gonna go fight fans. That's it. <laughs> he's fucking he's real about it he doesn't give a fuck he doesn't make love, any excuses it, yeah it, it just the whole documentary starts and it's like mostly jermaine o'neill and he's really like mm. you know very presentable like talks really well articulates really well and steve jackson's like yeah me and ron artest we're from the fucking street and we don't play that shit, so uh <laughs> yeah you know it's all on you guys yeah i like that guy a lot <laughs> what do you say he's like um he says something he's just like i fucking smoke weed all day and oh yeah, <laughs> he's just the fucking greatest, man. He's the fucking greatest. Yeah, he's like uh, what's his... oh Jesus, I forget his name, but um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, real, real quick, real quick, a uh, little note. So I watched this by myself, and then I uh, told uh, my wife about the stock, and she's like, "Oh, I wanted to see that." So we're watching it, and right before the cops get on the floor, I pause it and I turn to her and I go. Do you know who Reggie Miller is? And she goes, yeah, he's pretty much the only one that I recognize in the documentary. I said, okay, great. This is going to play so well right now. So then I hit play and it's the cops about to <laughs> mace and take oh, yeah. Reggie Miller. All, and he's like, oh, uh, you know, the cop had nothing to say. And it's like fucking Reggie Miller. My my wife <laughs> knows who it is. It's, it's, <laughs> it's rethink- oh, oh that's, that was my other question about Reggie Miller. Do they say that he got hurt and couldn't play in that game? Because all of a sudden, I just feel like he's in a suit and an arm brace, and I'm like, "Is yeah. he a coach? What the fuck happened here?" Yeah, he was he was out, like he was injured. Yeah. Did they say? I don't think they said that. Oh no, I think it's just to be assumed. Yeah, yeah. The, the, oh, the boys great. brought this up on uh, on the sportscast, but uh, that fucking moment where Reggie's like, um, he's like, "Yeah, maybe, you know, just out there and like." The cop, you know, came up with fucking mace. Was gonna spray. He's like, hold on, and they start grabbing me, and I was like, hey, I'm the fucking, you know, like I'm on the team, blah blah blah. And then they cut to the footage, and <laughs> Tom goes, yeah, I turned to my wife, and he's not saying any of that because he's so <laughs> am- he's so amped up. You know, he's just like, get the fuck yeah. away from me. I'm Reggie fucking. Oh yeah, get yeah, out yeah, of here. yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt Barnes. That's who I was thinking of with uh, Steve Jackson because Matt Barnes used to fucking fight yeah, all he's... the fucking time. Yeah, yeah. Fucking gangster um, as fuck. To, the, to that cop's defense, this is fucking chaos, right? And you just got a guy running up and and getting in between you and someone you're trying to protect. If, yeah, if all you've got is mace, you just hold it up in front of your face. Like I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, there's only three cops there and all that fucking shit. Yeah, they said there was I think less than ten, I think, or maybe less than twenty, and there were like thirty thousand people. And the fucking the um, anecdote that we put in the what you missed that PJ was saying uh, saying about the fucking uh, his mm-hmm. friend's cousin, that whole shit was hilarious because like and then all of a sudden like we found ourselves on the on the on the on the floor and we 
we're just like we don't even know what we're doing and then we just get punched <laughs> and it was like crazy yeah and you he, didn't know I, I all of a sudden we're on the floor what the fuck how do we end up here and he blatantly squares up with fucking oh, yeah, runner test totally. <laughs> with his towel i think he had a towel too yeah we need a towel for a dog and i love how steve jackson was like all right we're just waiting for fucking jermaine o'neill to get in here because i know he's just gonna go after rod and then as soon as jermaine yeah. comes in, he yeah. goes right after rod it's fucking great i want to hear about that i want to see that uh, footage Want a fucking? I want, I want an untold. I want an unedited version from Stephen Jackson. Yeah, untold, Absolutely. untold, <laughs> untold, untold. Stephen Jackson version. No, I need a told version. I need no, a told fucking, version. Yeah, yeah I need right. him to tell me. And here's the best part at the beginning too, because he's just like, "Look at this is the last time I'm fucking talking about this. Never fucking talking about this again." <laughs> he's all mad about it. Why are all the people that fucking are, like, the self-proclaimed potheads, why are they the fucking angriest, most monotone fucking people? <laughs> Steve Jackson, Kupka. Kupka. Yeah, oh! exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Great. Yeah, I want to hang out with you while you fucking just uh, gatekeep about every single little thing. Chips Ahoy are the best fucking cookies of all time. Okay, great. Well, if you played any side-scrolling games, you'd understand. That's a really good point. It's a really, Thank you. really good point. I, I love how much of a pimp David Stern, too, is during this. Oh he's just, God. like, just fucking suspends everybody and says, fuck it. And they're like, was this a unanimous decision from the NBA to just, uh, to suspend uh, run a test for the rest of the year? And he's like, yeah, it was unanimous. one nothing." <laughs> You. He's just yeah, like, it, fuck you. It took him 10 seconds to come up with that, though, if you notice. <laughs> he was trying to be cool. He just had, he couldn't think of uh, a joke fast enough. Yeah, yeah it was. But all, all the reporters, well, not, not, not all the reporters, but ma- the news readers, like the people actually just fucking on the broadcast uh, in the office or, or in the studio. Uh, talking about thug culture and all this fucking bullshit, and not mm-hmm. not talking about like Jim Gray, the fucking great sports reporter, um, yeah. he's awesome in it. But uh, just like all the local news fucking talking heads, are just well, like, is this thug Bob Costas? Oh my god, Bob Costas is the one, the one that brought thug uh, yeah, up, I think first. Yeah, thug life. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's, it's like oh, just fucking. Uh, yeah, just make money for us, but you know all that other shit right. that like makes you yeah. a person. You know, we're just gonna call we're just gonna call that thug thuggery, thug mm-hmm. life. We don't want any of that stuff. Okay. All right. Can't wait to see what else uh, Untold will bring. Any ideas, Law? Like what? Sorry, I missed that. I was uh, talking to Jess. Sorry. Oh, um, what other? stories that untold could bring to the to the show i mean we've got so many fucking 30 for 30s we have so many other just regular sports documentaries throughout the years any anything else you can think of well like i'd like it to be um like stuff that's not talked about um like uh celebrated like you know what i mean like i want to hear about uh the deflated ball shit with fucking uh tom brady I want to hear about how that all came about. I want deep inside that shit. You know what I mean? Like, I want I want shit that's not... Do you think we're too not... close to that? Do you think maybe it, that's better for, like, another five or ten years? Do you think we're still oh, too well, close? Oh, well, maybe. I, I mean, I did, anything that they have enough info on. You know what I mean? Like, anything oh, yeah, that would... So. Uh, yeah. Um, I actually just... have the schedule in front of me. Oh. Oh, okay. What do we got? 
So Madison Palace was uh, August 10th. August 17th is called Deal with the Devil. It has to do with um, Christy Martin, one of the most influential female boxers. Mm-hmm. Uh, then August 24th, Caitlyn Jenner. Huh? <laughs> What's untold about that? Yeah, we can't get all fucking turn on the news and it's Caitlyn Jenner shit. It explores Caitlyn Jenner's athletic career, her ambition to compete with the 1976 Olympic decathlon, and how her past career informed her decision to transition. Then afterwards, when she uh, killed somebody, her vehicle. <laughs> Let's go. And That's there's it is. No, no, got a, got away with it. I know. There's the untold right there. Also Let's like, hear. Yeah, I don't think uh, trans uh, people should be in the Olympics. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> Buckle up, buckaroo. <laughs> August 24th. Oh, no, that was Caitlyn Jenner. August 31st, it's called... Oh, Jesus. August 31st, called Crime and Penalties, which is uh, UHL ice hockey team, the Trashers, a minor league club bought by a trash... Uh, hmm? uh, mafia. Oh, Mafia Ties. It's got Mafia Ties. All right, see, there's something All I right, like. See, I like that. Okay. Uh, and the last one, which last is one. Uh, out on uh, September 7th, it's called Breaking Point, which is about – tells the story of Marty Fish, a rising tennis star of the 2010s who began to struggle with his anxiety and pulled out of the 2012 U.S. Open as a result. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, shit. Maybe that's what fucking our test should have done. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck our that's test, it. though. He's an idiot. Caitlin Dude, they said, they said that there was, what, over 100 cameras in that yeah. – in, in, the, in the palace, and each one had its own VHS? That is fucked up. I mean, talk about combing through all of that footage. No. And then we only – you know, we got the footage that we got, which no. is great. Well, but we, shouldn't there be way more? I know. We've we got, seen all that. <laughs> we got three VHSs. Yeah. Three of the hundred. And this wasn't that long ago. The fact that it's on VHS blows my mind and how blurry it was when that slow-mo cup happened. I'm like, what the fuck is that? What is that being thrown? I don't know but, if it was a shoe. Oh, dude. And, and uh, uh, Law, that fucking um, – the dude talking about throwing the, the beer. Yeah. First of all, that guy is a fucking cornhole master. He's throwing yeah, from the hip. Nailed Are you it. kidding me? Throwing oh, from the hip like that? That's incredible. He um he reminds me of the dude in the Steve Bartman uh, documentary, the Cubs, uh, when the, the the whole Bartman yeah. fucking situation. Right, right. The the sales dude that was in the back who threw the beer at Bartman and was just like, they're like, why'd you throw it at him? Because he fucked up the whole fucking shit. Yep. <laughs> and like zero apologies. Would do it again yep. in a heartbeat. Absolutely. Scumbag. Just a scumbag. Absolutely. Yeah. But that is, uh, listen, right, we have to give credit where credit's due. He threw a fucking full beer from about 14 rows back and never lost a drip until it hit fucking... fucking right in the chest. chest, the chest. Right in the fucking chest. This guy, like, it should be on ESPN in the fucking Cornell Championship. That was amazing. It was an unbelievable shot. You know that was like, if you gave that guy another 15 chances, like, as drunk as he was, he wouldn't be able to do it. It's no. like when you go fucking drinking and then like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll play darts. Boom. You're just fucking zeroing out the whole time playing fucking yeah. Bermuda and shit. 
And that's like, a documentary I watched. This, and then you go there the next day and you can't fucking throw worth a shit. Hey, watch that documentary of him just trying to hit that spot again 15 <laughs> times in a row. I watch that. Yeah. <laughs> I watch that. <laughs> just a dummy of fucking Ron Artest down there, which is just like just fucking Ron Artest down there. Because <laughs> he needs cash. He's <laughs> got nothing to do. He's got a bunch of fucking product placement all over him, fucking craft and whatnot. Uh, oh, it's amazing. And then he goes on to win a championship. And all those guys are just like, I fucking hate this motherfucker. Everyone hates him. Everyone. Everyone hates the fucking guy. The way that they uh, like laid out the arc as far as that goes. Ugh, brutal, man. Brutal. Yeah. Ugh, fucking brutal. Fucking brutal. But it, even our, <laughs> our test fucking uh, doing the interview after the championship doesn't look happy because he fucking he he feels he knows yeah he knows man he knows and look say what you want about the guy he fucking owned up to it he's like i feel bad i fucked up yeah he's like i let everybody down yeah that say what you want but the guy fucking owned up to it man he did he even mentioned them all by name after he's like all those guys i fucking i chickened out i was fucking you know i was a pussy i fucking ran i was a coward and i won the championship (laughs) Then the universe is like, anyways, you hit a really big shot. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) he didn't care. (laughs) He's in the fucking locker room uh, after after the brawl. He's just like, oh, man, I know fucking O'Neal's going to come in here because all all he cares about is winning. And then fucking Steve Jackson's like, I'm just waiting for this motherfucker to come in here, too. And then he comes in and he just starts starts charging him and shit. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I love these kind of stories. Uh, Yeah. Pretty good. All right, what do you want to talk about now? We got a lot left. I don't think, uh, let me see what we got left. We got Free Guy, we got Val, we got The Forever Purge. And Till Death. Uh, We got, oh yeah, you didn't watch Till Death, Bruno? Um, I, I I was in and out, I was in and out. Oh, Oh, I didn't. You give no indication that you're watching this stuff to us. Yeah, I, I, I was in and out, and yeah, that was a late edition last night, and I was like, I can't fucking, I couldn't figure out what was going on. Couldn't right. pay attention well, to it. Let's do this now. All right, yeah, so yeah. till I didn't pull that up. Uh, Pete, you got that up? You got a synopsis? Uh, you fucking wing it. It's uh, Megan Fox, and she's uh, married to some rich douche, and uh, apparently. She is uh, cheating on him. He kind of knows, and he takes her on their anniversary to the uh, lake lake house, and he decides to handcuff her while she's sleeping. And when she wakes up, she sees that she's handcuffed to him. He takes a gun and shoots himself in the head. Apparently, she's got some backstory where he sets up this whole kind of um, – revenge thing where Ooh. she was stabbed once which is uh this is this is the weak part of the story she was stabbed once and he set it up so that killer can come back to kill her as revenge for cheating on him right, right. um okay that's a little discombobulated as far as uh story goes all right, Pete. I, I'm getting a. I'm getting an aura off you here. How did you feel about this movie? <laughs> um, well, I was excited about the synopsis because I read it. The poster looked cool from far mm-hmm. away, 
And then Megan Fox's uh, name came up on the credits. I'm like, God damn it. We are not going to get a good performance here. That changed the movie, like your whole outlook when you saw her name? Yeah, I was very upset that she was leading this because the plot is pretty cool. The the wife is uh, handcuffed to her dead husband who has to fight off two guys that are trying to kill her. So that sounds pretty cool. But it's Megan Fox. The delivery, there is no delivery here. There's no deliveries today. She is (laughs) off. She took off. (laughs) As we saw in uh, whatever the screener was. A week ago or two, three weeks ago. Switchgrass. Something in the switchgrass. Uh, midnight in the switchgrass. Yeah. Um, I like the idea. I love the idea of this. This is a pretty cool – another one, uh, Law, like a, a simple story. This could have been like mm. an 80s horror type thing or like a Twilight Zone episode yeah. or something. Um, some of the acting is good by other players. The, uh, Megan Fox is probably the worst thing about this movie. I think they do a really good job at um, – you know, letting the audience try to guess how she's going to get out of stuff or what's the next move, and I couldn't call some of it. So I think they did pretty a pretty good job at writing this um, and keeping you on your toes. Um, recommendable. That's like another. That's another thing I got to work on as far as do I do I want to recommend this to anybody? Um, but it was okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it wasn't the the greatest thing, uh, but there's there's some parts here again, bones here to uh, make this a, a, a decent thriller. Right, right. Um, right. Okay, this is uh, this was for me. It was way better than it had any right to be. Um, this is the last second mm-hmm. kind of. So what we do is we kind of just Pete mentioned this a couple weeks ago. We throw up what we're watching on the chat, and then if anyone else wants to watch it, we'll review it. Um, my last day at work, I was waiting for the tiger game to start and I just, I had downloaded this for my partner to watch. I was, had no intention of watching it. I was like, all right, I got a couple hours here. I'll just throw this on. And I was pleasantly surprised. I had a good time with this fucking movie. Um, I, the, the premise for me, it seemed too niche and I was just kind of like, ah, this is going to get, it's going to get old. It's going to get old. Her being handcuffed to a dead guy. It's going to be like weekend of Bernie's, but fucking annoying um but they i think they do a good job here with kind of straying from that this goes from weekend at bernie's to home alone pretty quickly you know what i mean like um her trying to avoid these two fucking guys that are in the house searching for her to kill her um and it ends up being a pretty decent thriller for me i was pleasantly surprised by this i don't love this movie by any stretch i would recommend this and i have recommended this to my dad absolutely yes um, but for listeners, I don't know. If you like Megan Fox, and I know some people do, she's a fucking tremendously gorgeous fucking woman. Uh, but, you know, like Pete says, she's not the greatest actress. Um, and, but the, the, the plot line here is pretty fucking cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's, in, she's thrown into all these different situations that are impossible to get out of. And like Pete said, you don't know how she's going to do it. And just seeing her do it, just seeing her fucking survive the day, um, ends up being pretty entertaining for me. I actually ended up fucking being surprised by how much I like this movie. Alex, what did you uh, get? Did you get far enough in this? Did you get anything? Um, 
I probably got 20 or 30 minutes in. Oh, do you want to even say anything or do you want to uh... – No, because I couldn't fucking follow what was going on. Okay. okay. Were yeah. you, I mean, did I, you I even get to – Sorry. Or, did you even get to the handcuff part? Like, I got to the handcuff part. I oh, got okay. to when they – I don't know. Like for some reason she kept on throwing herself down the stairs, which I didn't understand. <laughs> Because he's heavy. She can't no, I get, I get that, but it's like, why do that? Like, you can – but they were rolling. Like, slide down the stairs if you're going to – I don't know why I'm trying to help this fucking movie. <laughs> this didn't make any fucking – it was so stupid. I, I mean, there, there's, there's certain things the writer was able to take away from the Megan Fox character where you're like, oh, why doesn't she just do that? And they kind of they kind of uh, justify some of that stuff, or um, which is good, like the cell phone stuff, or um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the necklace and stuff like that. Like th- that that whole thing is pretty interesting to me. But it's just like just fucking slam his hand in the door jam like right away and crush those goddamn fingers. Yeah, like you can do this. There's a door there. Right. So what Pete's saying is like this guy sets up so much thinking he knows exactly what she wants to do. He takes away all the sharp objects out of the house, <laughs> destroys her destroys her phone, siphons out the gas in the car. Um, the phone, obviously, the home line doesn't work. Um, so she's literally stuck out in this, in the middle of nowhere in this 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 gigantic house or whatever that he owns. Mm-hmm. And he, he's done it all ahead of time just to torture her. And then sends the same guy... She's haunted by in her dreams that fucking attacked her years ago to fucking kill her because he's a. I think we left out this part that he's a lawyer. Like, um, yeah, he owns a law or uh, like a lawyer. Uh, what do you call them? A lawyer firm? store. Law firm. <laughs> <laughs> a lawyer store. <laughs> and um, she's having an affair with one of the workers there. And, mm-hmm. um, like one of the guys under her husband and he shows up and then shit goes around. I don't know. I just, I was, I was surprised by how much I was into this because this could have been a walk around till wait for the fucking tiger game kind of thing. Just fill the time. But I ended up getting into it. So this is a, this is a six on 10 for me. Uh, I'm, I'm docking it a point from yours because of, uh, Megan Fox. I just could not get past <laughs> how horrendous she is. Really? This is like a middle of the road uh, movie. This is like a five. This is like the only thing we could do is talk about it and review it. And uh, then I'm just leaving it up to everyone else, whether they want to go into it or not. I can't, I'm, I'm not recommending it. Um, uh, so I'm just going to go middle of the road of five here. Could be because some, some of it was interesting, but ooh. I could see people hating this too. I think I needed – they did show flashbacks, but it was the same flashback four times or yeah, three times. just hidden stabbing I'm like, her. Where's that, where's that story? Where's that mm-hmm. buildup? Where did she come from? Where did she go? Where was he? Why did he <laughs> do this? Like it, there's none of that. Yeah. It's just a stab. Then her husband is defending him and then he goes, oh, we uh, we found a common ground. Like, like it's just like a couple lines of dialogue that makes them on the same side, and you're just like, "Wait, what happened here?" Right. Um, but good setups by like the dead husband, like you said, like he fucking thought of everything. It seemed like so that was pretty cool. So I got to give the writers credit there. 
Mm-hmm. So, a five. In the car, like when she turns the car on and the song starts playing, and then he recorded over it. Like that's yeah, fucking. He's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, you made it this far. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking solid. I <laughs> yeah, love that. Good stuff. That's really good stuff. <laughs> All right, all about it. All right, let's talk about Val. Oh, wow. That's surprising, <sighs> you guys. By Val. The way. That that last review, very surprising. Not what um, I ex- not what I expected. You thought it was going to be a lot worse. I thought it was going to be a lot worse. Yeah, yeah. I'd yeah, not su- bad. That's what I can say about the whole movie. I thought it was going to be a lot worse. That's my review. <laughs> All right. Um, so Val is just basically a document. Uh, we heard about it in the voicemail. Uh, documentary centered on uh, Val Kilmer. Kind of pretty much shot all by himself. Uh, we do get snippets of his films here and there. Um, but everything else is shot by Val as he struggles with throat cancer and his uh, inability to kind of talk without putting his finger on a hole in his throat and just what his life's like like now and everything that led up to him being here. Um, How would you guys feel about this? Ooh, this is a... Uh, some parts, very, very rough watch in some parts. Because you felt awful? Well, it just felt, you feel for the guy, you know? Like, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. his whole vocation, his whole passion since he was a kid is basically speaking, being an orator, mm-hmm. telling stories. And he doesn't have that ability verbally to do that now, you know? It's, mm-hmm. and like, um, I forget who called in, uh, Bunchy. Bunchy called in yeah. and, um, talking about how, Val was saying during the documentary, he's like, yeah, people think I'm at fucking death's door, but he's like, I'm not, I'm not bad. I feel better than I have been. And it's, I don't, you know, how much of that is true? How much of that is he just putting out there, you know, because we see him at the fucking comic con and he's signing autographs. Oh, that was brutal. That was the brutal scene. That's what I'm saying, dude. It's like, he has to take a break and, you know, he's tired. He wants to take a nap. It's, it's fucking rough, man. At least those parts. But you look at like the big picture of it, you know, he is telling a story and he has taken, you have so much fucking, that warehouse he goes to is unbelievable, man. With all of the fucking videotapes he has, uh, that he's recorded over the years, not, not just video, but like film old super eights and the story about his brother and shit and how they would just basically fucking recreate movies. And he Mm -hmm. still has all that. That's it's, it's crazy. I didn't, I didn't, um, I might have missed it, but is that his son doing the narration, or yeah. just? Yeah, it, it is right. Okay, mm-hmm. that's the uh, body brokers kid. What? I don't, I don't know who that is. Body, body brokers. It was a it was a screener we got about the. Um, the oh. Uh, oh right, right. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. That was a decent movie. Make, yeah, that's just that's him. Oh, that's his. Kid. Oh, fucking interesting. Wow, nice. Pole. By the way, when that voiceover started, I'm like, Val sounds great. Yeah, he's amazing. <laughs> and his son sounds I have, just like him. I have never in my life felt so bad. This is on Amazon Prime, so I downloaded it from Prime to watch later. This isn't uh, – I didn't get this uh, through other means or anything. This is a legal do- uh, download. <laughs> I've never felt worse about having to turn fucking subtitles on. I'm like, God damn it, can't you just have hard-coded subtitles for when Val talks? Like, no one can understand what he's saying. I have to put subtitles on. Why I felt so to, horrible about it. Why do you got to make everybody feel bad for turning on subtitles during yeah. the fucking scenes? What the put fuck? them in the fucking thing! Everyone knows you can't fucking understand them. 
It was like, uh, what, what's his name? Stan's dad, uh, Stan's uncle's uh, buddy, the war buddy. And what? Uh, South Park. In uh, South Park. Oh, yeah. oh fuck! What is it? Oh god damn it! I forget what his name is. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, Alex, yeah, I want to go me. back. Oh. Yeah, no good. I was gonna say I wanted to go back to the cons. Yep. Where it felt like that was rough for me to just. Not not when he was getting sick, but the fact that he was like doing like the fucking Mickey Rourke wrestler thing, just like being at a con. Like yeah, this guy yeah. was on top of the world. He was fucking Batman. Yep. He was well, the saint. He was fucking, you know. It's interesting to hear his perspective on that too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. Worse. I love me too, that man. Part. Me too. That was my favorite. Well, not my favorite part of it, but because it's fucking sad or whatever. But like, <laughs> it, it was the most like hard hitting point. Uh, in a lot of ways, just as film fans and, you know, we've all been at comic conventions or just any kind yeah. of like fan convention and seen booths and you're just like, oh, you're doing that for 30 bucks oh, are you doing this for 50 bucks. That's sad. But yeah, it's like he said, he's like, you know, I see all my contemporaries doing the same thing. You know, they do that. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like the end of your fucking life. You know, you got to yeah. keep the lights on. He's like, but I want to fucking talk to my fans and that's or meet them and give that appreciation that they appreciate it feels bad oh, and he's like apologizing to people that do that he's like i don't want to he's kind of stuck in the middle there right because yeah, he's like he totally is that's a super i don't want to talk shit about people that yeah i don't want to talk shit about people that are doing this i don't i don't like like this this isn't what i wanted to be doing at this point in my life but at the same time it gets me to it, it allows me to fucking pay the bills and shit like that um yeah uh, that that's during that whole um kind of drive-in screening of Tombstone. Yeah. And you oh, you see yeah, him. Like, yeah. that's just so sad. He walks into the back, and everyone's fucking cheering, and he's all by himself. Oh, fuck. Rough, There's man. some fucking brutal fucking moments in this doc. I mean, and also just it's to be able to have, uh, I don't know, I guess like a strong will or like dignity or whatever to allow yourself to keep the shot in of him being carted off with a fucking blanket on his head. And, like, over his whole body, yeah. so nobody sees that that's him. Right. It's just, oh, man, that's, like, he didn't have to do that, you know? Like, this is already a, like, super open and vulnerable thing for him to commit to and do. Right. And to include that is just another fucking, he didn't have to do that, but the fact right. that he did yeah. is fucking powerful, man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. Fucking Val. Absolutely. This was, this was pretty good. This was this. I had a pretty good time with this uh, I thought it was going to be dry. Like I, before this started, like, and I don't even know if this has changed my mind on Val Kilmer, anyways. But I, you know, I've, I like Val Kilmer. Like I've liked a lot of the stuff that he's done. This gave me a really big insight into why he's chosen to do what he's chosen to do. Like you know, what I mean, he's such a historian in acting. Like you know, what I mean, like he's like all that shit was kind of new to me. Like. I understand he didn't want to be Batman again and all that kind of shit, and but the reasons why he did it and the, yes. and the roles he chose after that, and then um, uh, the 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 play that he was doing when he found out he had throat cancer, uh, who was he playing? Uh, I can't remember who he's playing. Uh, the the fucking oh, god damn it! Oh god damn it is right. God damn it! Uh, it's uh, you know a huge historical figure that we none of us can remember at this <gasps> point. The Grinch, but um. 
And that looked really entertaining and really good. And he's on top of his game and he's really smart and he's really witty and really funny at what he's doing. He just made some horrible fucking, you know, like the Dr. Moreau fucking choice was horrendous. That footage was fascinating to me, too. That footage was amazing. Oh, his arguments with the director and all that kind of shit. Because we watched, remember we watched the documentary on that movie? That was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but to see this, even more footage of it, like that that's fucking incredible, man. I'm not going to lie. I got a little douche chills during that, too. Uh, from who? From, from Val. Oh, really? Oh, dude. I mean, Frankenheimer's like, can you turn that fucking video camera <laughs> off? He's like, as an actor, you're not listening <laughs> yep. to the emotion <laughs> in my vo- – I'm in a different emotional place, and you want me to work in a certain system in yep. which I'm not emotionally avail- – <laughs> Oh, shut the fuck up. Yep. But the guy's an amazing actor, though. But If he needs that, yep. fucking kiss his ass. It was uh, Mark Twain. Mark Twain was the guy. Who put oh, Twain, right, right. Mark you. Twain, yeah. Thank yeah. you. Fuck. You know what I got from this, which I fucking loved so much, was that he just seemed like – a great dad for someone that yeah. has probably got to be called to set different cities or countries to yeah. film. He always films stuff like the the uh, Easter thing he did for his mm-hmm. daughter was fucking great. And then the scene of the um, it was more present day stuff of him in the car with the uh, with the son, and it seemed like he was uh, like kind of hunched over, leaning on his son, and his son just kind of, like, wraps his arm. I know he's on camera, and, I, but, you know, right. all that aside, it just seemed like his kids fucking loved him, and uh, yeah. that shows shows me, like, he's a fucking pretty good dad. Oh, and he so. fucking freaks everybody out by pretending that he just fucking died. Oh, or my God. Oh, my God. Like, what a fucking <laughs> sick sense of humor. That is so fucking hilarious. Oh like, he's God. still with it. Like, that just shows you, like, he's still fucking with it, and, like, yeah. feeling good, still has a good sense of humor and stuff. Um, yeah, just go back to that Batman thing. Uh, his, you know, that gets it's pretty maligned. It's not everybody, it, you know, the Clooney films and fucking the Kilmer Batmans. Those aren't fucking everybody's favorite Batmans. But his, I've never understood like his choice in how to act in it. And he was doing like the soap opera, like he said. He's like, I want to do a soap opera uh, kind of acting in this. Uh, it's fucking hilarious. And, and the way he describes it too, like he says, Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones got these these flamboyant fucking characters that they can work with and do all this shit with, and I com- could barely fucking turn my body. Yeah, it's like, how do you compete with that? Yeah, he's like, it just knows how many times I put my hands on my hips. <laughs> and then oh, he's, so there's funny. a little super cut of him just go, voot, voot. his hands go right to his hips. <laughs> Um, yeah, all the tombstones, all the tombstone stuff is fucking really, really good. Um, you know, him, him talking about the Doc Holliday character and him saying that basically this is, uh, just a, a, uh, like kind of like a friendship love story between two men and, yeah. and it just talks about like that poignant fucking last scene, you know, that where he just is like, go and fucking live your life. And it's, it's fucking awesome, man. I, I just love those little moments too. And another little moment is uh, kind of like the behind the scenes of Top Gun. Pete, did you take offense when he took a little shot at TC? Oh, my God. What is he <laughs> <laughs> Pete's like, yeah, bit, you see but... what you get. Yeah, you're fucking talking out of your throat now, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Talk about TC and his fucking thetans again, bitch. 
No, the stuff I love the most was the Willow stuff. I, I'm like a I'm, yeah. a I'm a Willow fan, so the fact I didn't even know that he was uh, married to uh, the love interest in that, so that was pretty. Cool. All right. I didn't know anything about that? Um, not enough real genius stuff. Like one scene, one little instance where they talk about real genius. Yeah, and that was it. A little tiny thing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff about Top Secret. And he shits all over it, but I fucking oh, yeah. love that movie. So do I. I love that movie. So do I. Uh, Jack, Jack actually reviewed us all for the first time this year for Jack Attack Tuesday. Couldn't stand oh, it. Yeah. Couldn't stand it. Oh, really? Yeah, just didn't understand it at all. Oh, I fucking always loved that movie. But oh, I'm a they... big fucking airplane oh, naked absolutely. gun guy. Oh, Sucker Brothers. They were, the, huh. they were the shit. They were the mm. fucking shit. Yeah, I still use a lot of those lines from Top Secret. Some really good stuff in there. The whole fucking bar fight underwater. Like, it's one of the greatest scenes ever. God damn it. All right, he puts on a hat underwater. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> you got a little kiss, kiss, bang, bang, little RDJ yes. in there. Yeah. Not yeah. present yeah. day RDJ, though. I wish there was some present RDJ. Oh, all the fucking uh, the audition tapes. For the, oh, for Goodfellas? Goodfellas. Oh, that was Pl- awesome. Platoon, Full Metal Jacket. The Full Metal Jacket one was amazing. Good shit, oh, That man. was good. That was awesome. That is the shit I love. That is the stuff documents. that you don't usually get. I know. Until somebody dies and they uncover all their fucking, uh, you know, their, their treasure trove of whatever the fuck they have. And he's, That was well, fucking great. That was really awesome, man. Blew my mind, man. Yeah, that just knocked it up a point. I seem to have forgotten that, but fuck yeah, I, I, I like this a lot. Yeah, me too. Fucking Amazon, just put hard coded subtitles on next time. You make just me feel like an it. asshole. Come on, come on, <laughs> fucking do it. Just stop making us feel bad. <laughs> I gotta pause this shit right now and put on the subtitles because I'm an asshole. You're the asshole. Yeah. <laughs> There's an eight on. There's an eight for me. There's a very easy eight. This fucking a swoop. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. That was a. Oh, All right. Jesus Christ. I know that bit. We're going to leave it up. <laughs> I told that baby. Oh, we're going to hear that a lot tonight, I hope. What oh, my God. So <laughs> much tonight. All right. All right. Oh, uh, let's more, get to. Plow. Let's plow. Yeah, let's plow through these. Although I got a lot to say about the <laughs> yeah. forever bear. Oh, I am so this. fucking pissed that I did not. I, that I did not fit this in. It was, oh, my, it was my pick for the box office tourney or uh, box office contest, summer box yeah. office. And, um, yeah, not only did I not go out and purchase a ticket, I neglected no to AMG it. Yeah, God damn it. God. No one saw damn this. It. I need fucking 9 billion people to go see Shang-Chi twice. That's how bad I'm doing. <laughs> All right. Hi, right, Peter. Okay, here we go. All right, so the purge as a whole, right? Um, I Horrendous. I've always kind of under like I I get the concept, like I I want to like the concept. I wanted to like the first movie. If you go back, I I had thought about going back and pulling my first review of the first purge, but that it's uh, it, it felt like it was too fucking self serving. Um. I, I wanted to believe in the fucking premise. It's way over the top. It's ridiculous. 
um, to make America better, they just have a day where all fucking criminal activity is legal and all that shit. But, you know, it's a movie, and I can buy into that as much as I can buy into the dead rise from their graves and their zombies. I, 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 it's a movie, and I understand that, and I get into that kind of shit. I hated the first Purge because I figured they just fucked up everything with the storyline. Um, I explained on that show when I reviewed it how they could have made it a better movie. All the people that he sold the security systems to fucking hate him because he's rich and they're not. They go, they fucking attack him. That's the movie. That's the movie that would have worked for me. Instead, we got a fucking emo fucking son that lets in a black guy for no reason. And the movie's a piece of fucking garbage. I don't like the Purge movies. I don't like any of them. Specifically because of that first one, I've always went into every single other one of them kind of half-hearted. I'll watch them because I have to, but they, they just mean nothing to me. That doesn't mean that the concept of the film can't work. This movie takes the concept of every Purge movie and fucking pukes all over it. They don't give a fuck about anything that they've done up until this point. Here's the plot of the first movie. In 2014, a totalitarian political party called the New Founding Fathers of America are voted into office following an economic collapse and pass a law sanctioning the Berge, an annual event wherein all crime is legal and emergency services are suspended temporarily. By 2022, the United States is said to have become virtually crime-free with legal unemployment rates having dropped to 1%. Here we go to the fucking forever purge, where none of that is true. The world is a fucking disaster from the beginning of the film, when it's not the purge, to the end of the film, when it's past the purge. None of the concept of the purge actually exists in the purge franchise, which fucking births this fucking movie, where everyone in America hates everything so much that they just say... Fuck it, we're not just going to have the purge for one day, we're going to have the purge forever. Which means the very fucking concept of the purge movies means nothing in the last purge movie. I hope this is the last purge movie because there's no way of coming back from this fucking disaster. This franchise as a whole is a fucking disaster. They don't fucking even stick to their own concept. This is worse than Fast and the Furious. This is worse than everything. Because they don't fucking believe in themselves. This fucking movie shits on shitty movies before it and makes it the biggest pile of fucking garbage I've ever seen. Yeah, that's not even the same movie. It's not the same... It's not part of the same series. It's not. It's not in the same fucking... It's It's not in the same universe. No, no, not at all. <sighs> That's all. That's literally. I wanted to get that out, and I powered through it, Pete. That was it. You did a great job. This it did. This did remind me of Fast and Furious franchise going from car race, street racing to fucking superheroes. Hmm. Like, this is. They're just fucking trying to right. take that fast route, and it's fucking terrible. Yeah, you said it all, man. I, I got nothing to say. This is a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, if this was, well, what if this wasn't a purge? movie and it was just about a survival thing i mean it's just about like they don't like what is it the it's it's the 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 mexicans 
um, are like the leads in this. It's a, it could be a fucking MAGA fucking movie. Basically, it could be, that's right? That's pretty much what it is. Let's be honest. And that's what I was thinking about while watching. I'm like, it's like the purge concept is holding them back here. It doesn't even matter to them in this film. No, it's it over in 30 seconds. Yeah, like, the purge is. night is over. Literally. And that has been the concept of every movie. That's been the whole of every movie. It's something that you can fucking purge fans. If you're a purge franchise fan, you expect the purge night and what happens in that night. And like you said, this purge night is fucking 15 minutes of the film. It doesn't fucking matter for anything else that happens. And yeah, I was thinking of the exact same thing you said. What if this wasn't a purge movie? It's still not great. I mean, I, it's it's an average at best fucking kind of like um uh america in distress kind of fucking apocalypse movie i don't know it's it, it there's nothing grand or spectacular that happens here to to, to justify it being its only movie the only thing that justifies it is being a purge movie like in the title that's why people are going to go see it and that and they knew that and that's why it's a film at the same time they fuck themselves and they don't give a fuck now, I was thinking about so many, like, purge stories during this. Like, oh, it could have been better if it was this. could have been better if it was this. And it's just they, – you're right. They're shitting the bed on themselves. They don't know what to do with this franchise anymore. And you're right. They can't move – they can't go past this anymore unless no. it's fucking the Fast and Forever purge. It's not going to work <laughs> anymore. If Vin Diesel fucking does a skid with his car and saves everybody on purge night <laughs> – it's not going to work anymore. Or they go awesome. back to basics. Like I thought of like, oh, they could have they could have done what they're doing with every franchise now, which I don't have a problem with as long as they make a good story. But they could have had like these um, like wives that are sick and tired of their stupid ass husbands, and they rally at night and go kill all their husbands. Like I wife like badge. That. Yeah, wife badge <laughs> would be cool. But by the way, I want to thank. Uh, Law and Alex in this movie yeah. because, yeah, because Mexico and Canada open their borders for the people who want refuge. So thank you guys, I appreciate that. I was the middleman here. I'm like, where am I going? Up or down? Sure. <laughs> 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 Just thought about the three of us the whole time. All three of us are represented here. <laughs> We're, we're we're in the text chat. We're like, I'm like, Pete, come on up. It's fucking, it's good. It's fucking snow. Mano's like, no, come on down. We got tacos. Hot as fuck. We got tequila. We got fucking tacos. <laughs> I'm like, guys, I'm in an alley behind a dumpster right now. Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, what a is... fucking disaster. Uh, oh, I don't want to watch it. any of these anymore. I don't want to give the credit to. Whoever's making the purge, I don't know if like the original guy or girl has moved on from this franchise, like a James Wan type thing. But stop yeah. making these, please. You, you you can't redeem yourself. This is too far gone. Oh, the purge is over. Like it, it's done. The whole concept, they fucked it up. It's done. Oh, you're right. This is a fucking MAGA movie. This is a MAGA weekend. That's what it should have been called. <laughs> that's, that's what it should have been called. <laughs> Anyways, um, fuck. I'm trying to think of anything to give it some points here. I'm going to go. Two on ten. What'd you say? Two on ten. I'm also giving it a two for the um, the lead actor, the um, 
the main uh, Mexican guy. I thought that guy was fantastic yeah. and uh, good arc and good story with him and his wife, girlfriend or whatever. I really liked, I really liked that stuff. Yeah. That was good stuff. And Will cool. Patton. I love Will Patton. He could be in anything. He's good. Yeah. Reads all my Stephen King's audiobooks. Oh, nice. Oh, does he? Yeah, he's, he's a, he reads a lot of them. Oh, fuck. No. Right. See, the, see the one that says fuck off Jim Law? Oh, I don't know if he read that or not. I'm going to have to find out right now. He just said he reads all of them. So. Yeah, well, a lot of them. God damn it. Shut up. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Get off. Go ahead. Free guy. Free guy. Ryan Reynolds plays Ryan Reynolds in Free Guy. No, no, he plays a uh, NPC, <laughs> a non-playable character within a uh, video game called Free City. Um, and he kind of uh, breaks free from the chains of uh, his daily life within the game. Um, and like uh, Chad said in uh, What'd You Miss? It's kind of like a Truman Show thing. He kind of like awakens or becomes uh, self-aware of where he's at within the game. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we do cut to actual players outside the game and the developers and the workers on that game. And uh, it's pretty much it. It's his journey figuring out why he's at where he's at and trying to escape and getting help from some people outside the game. Mm -hmm. Or he's helping. It's pretty much. Did you just fart at the end of that? Yeah, fart guy. Is that nervous uh, fart? Like, you didn't know what to say? Yeah, that was the uh, the last sentence. <laughs> uh, and then uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, all right. I feel like you're you're missing. I don't know. Are we trying to yeah, just no. Please. I just feel like. Um, there's there's way more to that character, like the the what you find out about him and the AI that is created for him. Well, I don't want to spoil all that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I, I I guess that's getting into spoiler territory, but let's just say uh, it's within his code that um, something different about Guy and uh, Guy is kind of like a he he learns as he goes within the game. He is just a, yes, he's an NPC. He's a, character in the game but um there's something in his code that gives him a little bit more uh for development in the game and that plays a huge part in the movie and yeah i don't want to spoil what it is but it it, it is it is the entirety of the plot to be honest with you um so we get to see him kind of grow as a character within the game and interact with the real people now um all right I don't know where uh, to start here, Moreno. I, I I don't know where you're. I kind of I I feel like you are not on. I don't know. I want to know what Moreno thinks about this first. All right. Oh, you want to know? Okay. Yeah, I do. Um, I want to so I liked the idea. I love the idea of the film, like the the concept of the film. Uh, we talked about this on binge views. When I saw the first trailer, I was disappointed because I didn't like the tone. I thought it was going to be, it was too, the narration didn't help, uh, in the trailer and, uh, the tone was not what I was hoping or looking for. I thought it was going to be darker. I thought it was going to be a little bit more like, um, 
uh, shit, uh, boss level kind of. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Like okay. Gritty, hard, you know, that Carnahan style, still with the humor mixed in. And the trailer made it seem way too um, visually, like, a little too Ready Player One-ish. And mm-hmm. also, like, it was it seemed way too light and jokey for me. Uh, I love Ryan Reynolds, and I like him. I, I like the idea of him in this character as an NPC character and as uh, in the setting. But I... You know, like he just hasn't made a lot of good choices in films, mm-hmm. which is fucking disappointing. And I thought this was going to be a little bit more Deadpoolish, just based on the trailer. You know, that's right, what right. I was hoping for. So, I'll, I'll still, I'm still going to watch it, but um, maybe in a. Well, so you haven't even finished it, dude? I told you I tapped out. I, c- I couldn't do the cam. Couldn't do the cam. Oh, okay. All right. All right. How how far did you get in? Maybe 15 minutes. Like I was, I was in it, and like the, the audio was already like bugging me because I couldn't really understand anything, mm-hmm. and then the fucking ads were just brutal. So, I'll, 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 <laughs> okay. yeah, that's one of those things. Like, fuck it, I'll pay for it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Pete, did any of that affect you? Uh, what he's talking about? Um. Well, completely opposite. I'm not like a giant Ryan Reynolds guy um he's he's not a draw for me um he's just doing the same shtick since van wilder and i know he does it well i just don't want to see it all the time you know he's got like that old school jim carrey mm-hmm. type of uh delivery and stuff which whatever if that's like his hero maybe it is maybe it isn't but i just i just see jim carrey in all his uh delivery his line deliveries and stuff like that yeah um, but as far as the audio of the cam and stuff, yeah, it's completely dog shit. But other than that, uh, I was interested in the story. I wanted to see, uh, this NPC grow and develop and be aware. I was interested in that. Mm-hmm. So how about you law? Oh, I fucking had a blast here. I, I just, I was just, uh, I, I wanted to go to the theater so bad. Um, Timing didn't work out, so I just had to fit this in, which is what led us to the copy that we got. Um, I just need to fit this in before today because I wanted to talk about it on the show. Um, I'm bringing the whole family next week to the theater to see this because this is going to blow my nice. fucking kids' minds. Fuck yeah. Like, I love this. Spe- specifically Ethan because he is a big Fortnite player. He plays it all the time. There's a lot of similarities here to uh, that type of game. You know what I mean? Kind of dropped in um, and just kind of survive, beat all the other fucking players and whatever. It's, it's very, very similar. I can't wait for him to see it. So I'm very, very excited to do that. Um, I I am a big Ryan Reynolds guy. Um, he is a draw for me. I'll go see fucking shit with him in it. Um, but the, um, what I'm not looking forward to is like there's a lot of love story here, and I, and we heard about it in the the review on the voicemail. Um, you know that that it it plays off a little bit. It's almost like a love triangle if you really think about it. Um, I like. Um, I mean, one of the main characters is from Stranger Things, which is also another plus for my kids. Like they're literally going to lose their minds when I watch this. I came home fucking from work. I'm like. 
I need you guys to prepare yourself for Free Guy. Like, we're going to see it next week, and it's going to fucking explode your heads. Yeah. Um, there is a fucking scene at the end of this movie that uh, features a fantastic cameo and some of the biggest references uh, that I was not expecting. I had no idea all this shit was coming. Uh, some fucking huge shit happens at the end of this movie that mm-hmm. um, made me fucking like, yes, at work. Like, I cup good at work. I was just like, fuck, mm-hmm. what the fuck is going on? Like, I've never audibly went, yes, uh, while watching a movie at, uh, at work, and I did it this uh, past week, mm-hmm. and it's because of this. Uh, yeah. Great, great moments at the end of this film. A lot of fun. Uh, a lot of fucking uh, funny, funny characters, funny jokes. I, to be honest with you, I didn't think Taika was all... like. I think he's one of the weakest characters in this movie. I was expecting a lot more from him. But he was just, he was honestly a little bit disappointing for me. Still great. I wanted him to fucking take over and just be like fucking like, extraordinary in this film. And he, he's not the most memorable part, which is disappointing Correct. for me. But Correct. but I did have a fucking blast. I had a blast with the movie. Uh, I, I felt like from the moment I heard about it, I was like, oh my God, I think this has a chance to be great. And even with those expectations, it kind of surpassed them. So it was really fucking, I had a really good time with this. Yeah. Um, I really had a great time with this as well. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Tyke is weak. A um, couple of cameos I hated because I just can't stand that actor. I'll leave that to your imagination. The first cameo? Yeah. Oh, my God. He's just like an unswollen John Cena. Just fucking stop <laughs> casting this guy. Just stop casting him. Why? Why? I think what it's because of the doing? dance moves. They needed yeah. the dance moves scene. Okay, sure. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know why this guy is even working. I'm like, what was the last thing this guy was in? 21 Jump, 22 Jump Street? Who fucking cast Maybe. Anyway. Um, I loved the uh, cameo at the end. I was... That was amazing. I didn't get the chill from the first. I got a giant chill from the second. I knew you would, yeah. (laughs) And I thought what would give me a better chill for the first would be um, a different... um, Prop? uh, Yes. Would have been better for me as a... uh, as, As who I am, I would have loved... If you know what I'm talking about, yeah, yeah, you know I would have loved that a little bit better than okay. that. Okay. Just because of the action, Ryan Reynolds would have done, and you're just you would have been like, "What is he doing?" And then all of a sudden, it comes into frame, and then you're like, "Fuck yeah!" Because that's <laughs> that's the big one in in the other movies. Mm. I don't know. Okay, I, I, I would have liked that a lot better. That's that's just my that's just my thing. But right. the second second reveal, and it was more about the 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 music than the actual prop, and not even the music, the reaction from all the characters in the film, like that was fucking sold oh, it a lot, fucking unbelievable. <laughs> uh, this is this is a great time. I do uh, I watch this by myself, so uh, I was going to go see this again in the in the theaters today. I just didn't have time, but I think I'm going to go check this out in the theaters this week. So I totally recommend this movie. It was a lot of fun, and I Me think too. it got greenlit for part two. Oh fuck! I can't wait. This, this, yeah, I, I was, I was really hoping it was going to be good, and it surpassed me. This is a this is a fucking eight on ten for me. This is a seven on ten because I, uh, you know what? I forgot to bring this up. The um, 
the the baddie at the end within the game, I feel like should right. not have been that. It should have been another cameo character or yeah. a better cameo. Not that because I'm just like, what the fuck do I care about this? What is this? What is this? Yeah, no, I mean, it doesn't. Even in the sense of the game, it doesn't make sense. If he's been working on this for a long time, why does it look like? Yeah, him? that that is stupid. They could have yeah, yeah. fucking really knocked it out of the park with an unbelievable cameo or a better character for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was stupid. So seven on ten. I can't wait to see it in the theater, though. My kids are gonna fucking lose their shit. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a theater watch for me this week. Nice. Boom. Wear your mask. Excellent. Don't <laughs> tell me what. Don't mandate me. Oh, sorry. Woman, don't you fucking. You're gonna, you gonna do a fucking. You gonna do a double feature? This and Mega Movie. <laughs> yup. Mega <laughs> Weekend. <laughs> Mega Weekend. <laughs> the fucking Mexicans out of here, man. <laughs> fucking movie god damn it ah all right that's it that is the free bench thank you for listening thank you for calling thank you for everything that you do for us it's been amazing don't forget the full binge is coming up ladies and gentlemen patreon.com slash binge media five bucks a month and you will get to listen to that magnificent 74 right amazing all right boys let's get the fuck out of here all right let's do it Thank you for listening to the BingeCast on BingeMedia.net. To listen to the full binge, subscribe to our Patreon at Patreon.com slash BingeMedia. BingeMedia patrons will get access to the full binge. The BingeCast's four-hour show on a private RSS feed. And they'll get it a full 24 hours before it hits the public RSS feed. Binge Media patrons also get other perks. So check us out at Patreon.com slash Binge Media. Subscribe to the Binge Media Podcast Network at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, the full binge.